I know we're on. I we're just, on. Uh, we're on, but we're not on. Right. We're on, you know, but we're people not People know. On. We're just... Uh, the we show before the in. show. Yeah. Didn't mean to freak you out, Joe. We freak Joe out every day. I kind of feel sorry for you, Joe. Why? Because we're crazy and you have to put up with a lot. Oh, I've and you're so easygoing. You guys are actually pleasant. <laughs> we think you're fun too. <laughs> should we talk? Oh, that's great. yeah. You should say it. Well, no, I've got a no. It's uh, I know people don't. Jerry's waiting for you to pick your nose. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that was funny. Mike Pence. We got. Jerry, you're pretty funny. He is funny. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, John, one of the listeners. Is this picking your nose? I, is that picking your nose? I don't, probably. I think that might be what he's talking about. I don't call that picking. I That's call scratching. That, yeah. That's scratching your nose. <laughs> but they don't really know. It, it really could be AI. He could really be picking his nose. John yesterday. I don't see him on here this early today, but he's like, the show before the show is my favorite part. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah. He yeah. liked it. I'm busy this morning. Yeah, we got quite a day. There's some really good stuff coming on today. <laughs> Jerry, you are funny. Bindi says now her nose itches. Sorry, Bindi. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That girl's a hoot. Our guests are not only smart, they are funny. Good funny. morning, Michelle and Jerry and Bindi and Kim. Good morning, Lizzie. Good morning. Jerry, of course, jumping in. Why don't you, you know what? We'll get you right home. You want to do a gummy? You want me to do Lizzie. one? Sure, why not? Let's see. Well, eight o'clock. No, it's nah. It'll probably today's not a good day. I probably should have already taken it. Do you have a? You have to watch your granddaughter today. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine going home and saying hi, Liberty, on my gummy? But I, I will do it. (laughs) (laughs) That would be funny. Yeah, I've never, never once done one ever. Yesterday, yeah, I guess it was yesterday, YouTube was quite, quite happening. People were talking on there. Good. Yes, Bendy, the power of suggestion. Why is that? Same thing when people yawn. You say the word yawn, then people yawn. Mm-hmm. There's crew. The Nationals actually had Nancy Pelosi throw out the first pitch. K 
get out. I how, did not see how that. How thank God. How stupid is that? Ugh. Did she fall down? <clears throat> no, I didn't. <laughs> <clears throat> no, she just tore the ball up. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Jerry wants to know if we're going to have any late summer cancel this get togethers because then he could come back home because he's not from here. Oh, okay. I don't know. We okay. We'll get. We we'll could get, look at we'll that get on as that. Well. we'll get on that, Jerry. We need to do it. Let's see, what we can get done. Where do you live now, Jerry? You used to live in Illinois, right? <clears throat> well, of course, the Wenties patio, Bendy. Of course. If it's not the Wenties patio, then it could be here outside. There's a really cool patio here, too. But Wenties is way cool. Love that place. Vic knows people. The people. Yeah, we know some people over there. Mm-hmm. All right, it's almost time. Um, let's see here. I think it is time. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Tabitha. Tabitha's Tabitha, walking in. Hi, Mary. Good morning to you. Drew, good morning to you. Um, yeah. The show before the show was about Drew, Vic picking his nose. Drew says, um, "Yeah, <laughs> no, I do touch my nose a lot, though. I mean, I've got sinuses <laughs> bad. I do the flonase, and my nose is always itching, and that's why." How did that come up? Jerry yes. said it. How about Jerry Bendy Singleton. says, "I can't praise Complete Auto enough. They've been fantastic. Love to see that." Um, and they want another cancel this get together. <clears throat> All right, well, you yes. know what? Yeah, before Drew, because uh, I don't think it's, we'll see, Drew's bringing up already Chris Christie going after Trump hard. Yet Trump, rele- Donald Trump Jr. released a, uh, it's a Krispy Kreme donut logo, <laughs> and it says, <laughs> Krispy Chris. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Um, it's awesome. Um, yeah, I'll, well, I'll wait for our show. We'll start the show, and I'll give you a, a big notice about one of our advertisers getting noticed. And that is Wenties. I'm going to tell you about Wenties when we come back. That's why we always tell people, jump in with us. We're a national, we're a national show, local and national. Uh, but I'll tell you about it. Okay, um, we'll go ahead and start the show. Hey guys, welcome into Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. We appreciate you jumping in. It is June 7th. It is a Wednesday. We're ready to rock and roll a podcast like we normally do. We're a live TV podcast. Listen to that. Don't I sound uh, Don't I sound like Eric after a party? Is what my were boy? you doing last night? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Were you up at Wenty's? I work. Having I'm some content, con- cocktails? He was, up, he was no. up at Wenty's with Ben. Cock- 
tails. I know I couldn't get the word out. No, I may I may I jump by there. Contrails. No. <laughs> Kim hey, trails. Baby. Kim trails playing at the. I did the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah for trails, sure. Chemtrails. No, I no, I did. I woke up. I had some sort of sinus steel. That's why people are like Vic's picking his nose. I don't know if that picking nose. Anyway, no, I feel good. It's cancel this, cancel the show.com. I'm Vic Faust with Tab of the Hassle. Lizzie Sparks in studio running the chat boards as always. We love your live input as for this portion of the live show. Eric Johnson in route and of course Projo on the engineering board. Um, remember to share the show, like it, subscribe. We ask every single day. It's so important. So important for people to get to know about us, specifically advertisers, specifically people just learning what we do. Um, Bendy says grass pollen is awful right now. Pollen is what I'm allergic to, so I would not be surprised with that. My allergies have been really bad the couple past couple days. So really um, we appreciate everybody who does jump in on a daily basis, just teaching people. I still run into people that say, well, how do I find you? How do I listen to you? I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Cancelthisshow.com. It's a website. Just getting people's patterns um, different. I notice people around the country um, – seem to do it a little easier than the people in the St. Louis area for whatever reason. Well, I got to change my ways. I got on a website. Yes, you get it. That's what we do. And of course, the advertisers who are with us enjoy being with us and we're grateful for them. Um, Like, subscribe, share the show. Let people know when you like the thumbs up on all the platforms, it helps us as well. It helps us work with the algorithms so that our information and our topics get out to more people. We love your interaction in the show. You guys are funny. You guys are interesting. Sometimes, guess what? You know a little more than we do. We don't act like we know everything. We're an info entertainment where you're trying to know as much as we possibly can. And of course, it's a big collective group. Love the team effort. Big team, little me. That's what Cancel the Show is all about. Okay, you can find us on all of the platforms to watch. You can also listen to us as a podcast, as a regular. I get some ideas from our podcast listeners as well. Coming up today, it's a Weed Wednesday, Green Light in Studio at 9.30. We'll be talking with them regarding what's happening with some of their stores. Uh, we've got the Strix coming in at 8.30. The national brand of realtors and mortgage all across this country. But they've got something today. I'm like, what do you do when an electrical company, in this case, Spire, tears up your yard? What do you do? It happened to them. It's interesting what happens to us. What does it happen when it happens to a real? Was it Spire or MSD? Spire. Wow. Yeah, electrical. Spire's electric, isn't yes. it? Yeah. Yes, yes. So we got video of what they did to their yard. <laughs> we'll see what they talk about uh, coming up today as well. All right. Also, so many topics, but uh, Tucker Carlson is back on Twitter. We'll jump into that. Very interesting stuff coming up there. Yeah, Moms for Liberty now put on a evil list. Moms for liberty put on a hit list moms for liberty really pisses me off i today (laughs) our emotions can go up and down and all around i'm trying to stay level but man i think this country's gone that's the last thing eric needs to walk into and hear (laughs) is Vic saying i think this country's gone it's too late it's too late the moms of liberty even put on an exposed list give me a break it's because it has the word liberty in it liberty is a criminal word these days and what is your tab take today we are going to be talking about your Second Amendment rights. Boom. Can't wait for that. Metro Shooting Supply jumping in as a partner coming up in the next week or so as well. All right. We got the crew together. Here, take a look at our sponsors, our advertisers. They're so important. Please let us know. Let people know about us to let us know what we can do to go out and get other advertisers for people to get 
inspired with our show to be a part of the show as well. Back in two minutes. You've waited, and now it's here. The unveiling of the latest Carol House Lifestyle Collections. I'm Brooke with my sister Amy inviting you to see three football fields of the latest styles. Our new lifestyle collections are premium quality furniture made exclusively for us and available only at Carroll House. The attention to detail is unmatched and so is the value, nearly half the price of a typical gallery store. Plus, get free financing, delivery, and in-home design. Carroll House, because you like nice things. Marco, wait. What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh, yeah. And service. <laughs> Kathy O. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653. Or find her online at experience-re.com. As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601 or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. Hey guys, welcome back to Cancel This. Eric Johnson's here, Tab of the Hassle, Lizzie Sparks, and Projo. I'm Vic Faust. Thanks for jumping in on this June 7th podcast. Several topics to get into today, but the one thing that really jumped to my, uh, I don't know, jumped to my interest last night. Tucker Carlson jumped back on Twitter last night, guys. Mm, mm. Hey, I, I think a couple hundred thousand people may have watched. Mm. Oh, I bet so. Yeah. How about... Millions of people jumping into Tucker last night. Mm. Tucker Carlson back on Twitter. He is for sure 
on Twitter. It is Twitter where he'll be. Says that it'll be a show like he did before his first episode. I don't know what the latest count was. Last time I saw, there were like 7 million people that had watched already. Good for him. It was 10 minutes. I mean, you, you see his backdrop here. We're showing you the video of it. Uh, nothing fancy. Tucker in his suit. Uh, his same producing staff behind the scenes, I guarantee. Mm. I mean, he he talked about a lot of things. It was interesting. Out of everything that he decided to talk about, right out of the gate, I guess we shouldn't be surprised what he started to speak about. But he jumped in talking about Ukraine blowing up the Nord Stream pipeline. And then, of course, the dam that we talked a little bit about yesterday, blaming Ukraine for doing it, not Russia. It would I, I'm glad you brought that up. That's yeah. exactly the case. It would hurt Russia more than it would yes, hurt it Ukraine, would. Yes. even though Ukrainian citizens were the ones that were being evacuated because, you know, I mean, here's the deal. Gee, Russia has a military in the sea right there, or at least in that that, that it, area. It stopped them from moving forward is what happened. Um, you know, the other things that he talked about last night, which I found was interesting, the government's knowledge of UFOs. It sounded a lot like things that we talk about. Which I found interesting. Yeah, because there was some new information that was... How did Epstein have so much money? Who organized the BLM riots? And of course, Lindsey Graham's obsession with war and death. So 10 minutes of Tucker last night, episode one. Uh, Glad to see him back. He also said that Fox violated his contract by releasing negative information about him. So... uh, uh-oh. He is battling back against Fox. I don't see that ending anytime soon. And Bindi, they have uh, in what I don't. I've never heard about them having bodies. I didn't watch his show, but I know that they are being accused of having intact UFO vehicles. Meaning, and I think that probably relates back to the day when they had the Chinese balloon and they shot down what was it four or five other objects, which allegedly were UF, true UFOs. So here's why they do have them. Are you ready? The bodies or the... Everything. All of the whole, it. All, I think they the, have the all entire of it. I spent an hour okay. last night, Eric, trying to find information or a guest yeah. because yeah. there was an informant to see if we could get him for a Friday show mm-hmm. and you can't find him anywhere. He did a show, but I can't find him. Well, here's why they have him. Because this guy, he was on the inside. Not just this guy. But if you're the United States government and you are being accused since 1954 of having these creatures and this this technology and this metal and and this knowledge of what's going on it's real simple for you guys to for the government to literally say we don't have anything this was simply a balloon out of roswell here it is bring your kids and jump around and frolic in the balloon that came down it's not. It's not an alien, guys. War of the Worlds was fictitious. They that didn't kill. They would didn't be, kill JFK either. That would did be. They? That would be the easiest thing for the United States government to to disprove. Well, they lie and, to us all the time. I mean, well, what, why, how is this any different? So, the reason that I think it's true is because the government doesn't just come out and say. Guys, you guys are high. <laughs> there's no aliens. I mean, we can let's let's focus on real things like nuclear war and that. There's no aliens, but they never do that. Mm-mm. Never. It's 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 unbelievable. So the the what this they guy, used to say that, and I think they're Not using anymore. these guys as these guys. They're using these guys to come out on camera to kind of this drip campaign of, of saying we cannot let this all out at the same time, right, Tabitha? But, but there, we but have Eric, to let this guy come out and just let blow his soul. You know? Yeah, but you're also missing one of the, one of the bigger points is that they are telling us it exists. They are telling us we had some. No, kind they're of, saying we can't disprove. No, it. that's not true. And then we had an official from the Pentagon who came out. This is somebody at the Pentagon who said 
there is a good possibility that there's a mothership up in our galaxy yes. and these yeah, are, but probes those are weird from the galaxy. To me, to, it's hard that, to wrap are... our brains around it, but to me, that is an admission that there is something going on. We've, we, we can watch the UAP hearings and we hear our government say, officials from our government, that we cannot explain what this is. It's not our technology. It's not the technology of other countries. It's something that we cannot Identify. They well, put that's an entire I I, I group think together that, to investigate it. So, so if you just look what Senator Kennedy said, they're, they're, he so, told people to lock your doors at night because there's something out there. There's something out there, and there is. Something it's it's, out a, there. it's a done deal. I mean, as a pilot, I, I fly Cessnas. I mean, basically, their lawnmowers with uh, propellers. Oh, and you're wings. still a pilot, still but up they, in the air. But they are in the air, and as a pilot, you know that you see kind of weird things from your peripheral. And these are jet fighter pilots that have the most bizarre radar detection devices. And they are tracking these units going Mach 2 and then and going in, in 90 degree angles. I mean, With no, what? Propu- no yeah. obvious propulsion system. <laughs> I don't care what Chinese technology The thing you that I love about this whole situation is that, face it, whether you like Tucker Carlson or not, he's the most popular news guy in America, maybe the world right now, and what does he choose to decide to speak about towards the end of his 10-minute episode one Twitter broadcast? This subject with the government not only having craft, but possibly bodies, UFO-related. Man, it doesn't get any better than that. Not to me, at least. Do you feel vindicated because we talk about it so much? uh, Maybe. We have to talk about it. We know what we do is good. Well, he's all in on that stuff. But but think about- It's no longer a fringe topic. Now it's news and it's true. It's like this. It's like, okay, let's say that it comes out and the government goes, yep, there's aliens. Think about how that shifts everything we talk about. It shifts po- it's geopolitical problems. It shifts domestic problems. <laughs> Do we care that Biden's right? in office right. as much? At th- at that Biden's point, an alien. At that point, <laughs> at that point, you're like, be. at that point, you have no interest in national debt stuff anymore. At that interest, you have no interest in borders. At that interest, you're like, wait a minute. Are you saying that there are people literally from another universe here? It it shifts everything immediately. Pow! That's how that's how it is. It and has that's, already shifted. If somebody everything. knows Tucker, ask him for an interview with us. I want to find out why he likes that subject so much. Because we I know think why we it's like news. It. Because it's actually news now. Somebody it's, get a hold of Tucker. Please. It's no longer Joe, news of the Pro weird. Joe. You got him on speed dial. Please get Tucker. Yeah, we Joe's going to call him. him. Joe knows him. I think he likes it for two reasons. A, it's exceptionally interesting. Number two, it's just another aspect of the government knowing something and not telling the people. It's actually a big headline in almost every major news outlet yesterday mm-hmm. it's actually news it's not crazy talk it's, it's, well, it's you know it's, interesting. it's bigfoot news there's a little bit different no because bigfoot news wasn't on the the cover of the chicago tribune or something like that and i'm not saying the ufos were but but it, it is was a one of the biggest headlines yesterday was the deal about the uaps yeah. having potential air you know ufo craft craft and bodies how about this take from kathy because we love everybody when you come on and give your take uh we don't always have to agree we don't always agree but everybody's opinion is welcome kathy says he is an informant i'm i'm guessing this is the whistleblower that had access and allegedly saw everything he is an informant that is being represented by an attorney from the same agency that he's speaking out against guys so this is just another boogeyman for her to scare you with just like covid 
I don't know about that. I it, I don't personally, I don't know that Americans these days find UFOs yeah. or aliens as scary because we hear, we how many years now, our entire lives, we've heard about abductions. 99% of the time when a person is abducted by a UFO, if you believe these people, they put them back in their own bed. I mean, they're, you know, it's not like they're disappearing, never to be seen again. I mean, once again, you've got Tucker Carlson talking about a Ukraine bombing. Who began BLM? Lindsey Graham, what is your obsession with war and death? Oh, yeah, and by the way, UFOs and bodies yeah. existing. All I saw in that whole thing was Tucker Carlson becoming Bill O'Reilly. Why would you, you yeah, say you're that? Not, because don't, you're don't, sorry. Don't just the man. All I saw in that was was Tucker Carlson going to the small side. No, it's a fair point. The small side. How can of you media. say that when he had what seven million people looking? Let me I'm watching check the show. It. How can you say that, true. Eric? That might be true, but I think Glenn Beck does the Don't same thing. Don't you think maybe that's the way of the future? Maybe, but not right now because, because I think I think Harris Faulkner did a really good job on Tucker's spot last night, and that's big media. See, I think of I think of media as big media, media is changing. Big I, media, media and small media. Eric, I love that you brought that up. Okay, and not and okay. Disclaimer: I love Harris Faulkner. I always have. I watched her when I first got into the business. She was in Kansas City. I thought she's done a fantastic job with Fox. Um, she's not afraid to speak her mind, which means she won't be long at Fox. <laughs> right, right. They're going to kick her out, too. Thank you. They are going to kick her out. They are. Thank well, you, You Vic. know what Paul Ryan said about all this? He said that it doesn't matter who they kick off, that basically us minions will go back to watch Fox anyway, so it's no big deal Tucker's gone. It is 100% true. Of course Paul 100% Ryan said that. True. Mm-hmm. But you know what, though? It, because they, they're not getting, they're not they, counting on our money. Fox <laughs> Paul Ryan was right as a bitch. Money. That is such a good point. I'm sorry. I don't care what you think of Paul Ryan. He's right. He is because, right about Because that. there's many teams that lost amazing. <laughs> I will never watch there. the Green Bay Packers again now that they got rid of Brett Favre. But Aaron Rodgers comes in I heard- and, and I watch. I love, I love Green Bay. I heard you've been drinking some Bud Light lately, too. Woo! <laughs> nobody, look at the look on his face. Nobody wearing a you know cool-ass who- Johnny Cash shirt like that will be drinking Bud Light again. <laughs> What's wrong with you? One of our guests has been drinking yes. Bud Light, saying- and I called him out on it, and I said, you need to come on our show and tell us yeah. why yeah. that you're drinking Bud Light, and his listeners attacked the heck out of me. Who, who did what? <laughs> Scott Fawn was, was saying he's the hillbilly that's still oh, drinking Oh, so we Bud- love oh, Scott. Oh, I love Scott. The most knowledgeable uh, man of Missouri. Totally. Uh, Missouri. But some politics. people that were listening did not think that was cute that yeah. I said that. So I can't wait to have. Was Scott he drinking on again. Bud Light? Yeah, oh, he was it drinking was on Bud Facebook. Light. Yeah, I heard he put someone it on Facebook. at the bar. The if other. I could get an advertisement with Bud Light, I'd probably sell out. Let's. We'll, oh come on! <laughs> you take have a soul. Soul. Man, have a soul. Come on, man. I saw, heard somebody at the bar at the uh, bottle like there. goes, "You Bud Light drinker." It was like a complete oh, diss. <laughs> That's I, was like, I was like, damn. How huh? dare you? I'm going to fight you. <laughs> so I'm you were. Miller, man. Did you just admit it's true? You have What's been drinking that? Bud Light. What's that? I, you know what? Let's not lie. Bud Light is just, the, <laughs> it's the worst beer made. Uh, Eric. It is the worst beer made. Yeah, it's it's great. Good. It's like it's like backyard it's like lemonade. Water, right? It's like backyard barbecue lemonade. It's just, okay. it's nothing. Eric, when I looked at the video of Tucker Carlson, and then you bring up the fact of Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. Glenn Beck, I see what you're saying, but here's the difference in my humble opinion. Okay. As of this morning, what, like 14 hours later, 15 hours later? Yes. His video has already been seen 64 million times. Shut your face. No. Shut your face. Shut the front door. No way. Okay. 64 million times, 156 retweets, 562,000 likes. And almost eight 
thousand quotes, or excuse me, eighteen thousand quotes. That's I. This is unlike anything we've ever seen. Yeah. But it takes a man like that to get fired from Fox or kicked out of Fox, canceled by Fox to go do his own thing. That, my friends, is massive. Yeah. Well, he was the one that was complaining about Fox Nation, which is their online streaming service. So he was the one that says, nobody watches this crap. Remember when he got caught with the hot mic and he goes, no one watches this crap. He goes, why are we going to build, build confidence? No one's right. <laughs> and now he's like, now that's the space that he occupies again. Now, I don't know. I, I don't understand. I mean, I, my, I'm still conflicted. 64 million views. That is so incredible. Yeah. And here's the other thing. When you look at that episode one and the topics, those topics are not like, oh my God, I'd never heard of this. Or, oh my gosh, we've just learned something new. There are certain things that are out there, things we talk about, things that other conservative podcasts are talking about. It was Tucker because he had so much fame from Fox and he has his own way about him. I love it. I'm glad he's doing yeah. it. Uh, I'm glad he's doing it on Twitter. Yeah. Um, let's see what can happen on Twitter. I mean, I still don't know what to think about Elon Musk and Twitter not giving free speech in other countries and him being fine with it and refusing to talk about what's happening in China and Turkey, of all places, where people don't have the free speech like we do. But I'm glad Tucker is there to bring some light to what's happening with Twitter. I do too. But but I, I'm still in a quandary about how you know there for the fox viewers it was all about destination tv they tucker carlson was kind of like the old days of when you would go home on a thursday night and watch the cosby show you knew where you were going to be you knew how you wor worked your night and boom there you were at eight o'clock watching tucker carlson now we got to see how his opinion he'll do better he'll you, do better yeah but are his opinions he'll make more money and he'll do better because his, Eric, this is the new way. It's the new way of doing it. I know things. what you're saying. And he only had to be on for 10 minutes. Right, and Glenn Beck <laughs> just makes more money now than he ever has. And look, Yeah, at but do we know what Glenn Beck says? Because I used to know what Glenn yes, Beck says. Yes, I yes. never hear Glenn Beck. Because you don't go out and search for it. People who want to hear what someone says, they will go out and they will search for that person. And look at Tucker, how he's cut his overhead down. He's, he's at his own home. He's on his own time. He probably has a camera guy there, yeah. and he probably still has a producer yeah. to help him. With different I'll things. tell you what, here's what I will say. If Tucker Carlson if Tucker Carlson can release multiple images of the J6 thing, like tonight on Tucker Carlson, I won't be here. But what I'm going to do is release all 20 hours of video that I have. Get yourself a Swanson's TV dinner. Have fun. We'll talk about it tomorrow. <laughs> if he does something like that... And he has that kind of content. He can do anything he wants to do. He is free now from Fox's reign. He can talk about anything he wants to talk about, do anything he wants to do. And guess what? Twitter is not going to do a darn thing about it because look how much money they're going to make. He's probably going to make twice as much money. Look what happened to Rush Oh, Bob. no doubt about he that. He got fired no from what, 97.1 here in St. Yeah. Louis because they didn't like his content. Well, yeah. you know he went on. And when he passed away, he was worth, what, $800 million? Wait a minute, wait a minute. So bring that back to, who was it? you're talking about Rush? Rush Limbaugh. Okay, Rush yeah. was Rush was international before he even came to St. Louis. He started out at San Francisco. But they uh, fired Sacramento. him because they didn't like his content. He was, he well, 97.1 said he was too right wing. Yeah, but then he went to KMOX, which is bizarre. And so. then he created his bizarre. own network so that he could freely speak whatever he wanted. Yeah, to speak. what year was that? That was in the early 90s? The money is in the freedom to talk because people want to know what's really going on without Big Brother hanging over their head. Well, we'll continue to follow 
the Tucker trials in regard to I'm going to give happened. Tucker a B minus. How about that? A, what? A B minus. I'm going to give Tucker I'm going to give the fact that I'm watch I'm just sitting there scrolling Facebook last night. No, you night. get the B minus. I'm going to just him. say I was just <laughs> scrolling Facebook and I'm like, "Oh, look, uh flowers for Father's Day or, or shirts for Father." Oh, look at the, what the hell? Tucker Carlson. So he, there was no rollout, there was no promotion. It was just Tucker on my screen. And, well, and I'm going, "What the views? hell?" I was going to say, "Well, people man to find him, Eric. You just You're weren't right. searching for him. You I'll get give the, it a, a solid B minus. You get the B minus for effort. I'll take a B minus. It's <laughs> 15 and a half hours later, and it's been viewed over 64 million times. Think about that, Eric. Do you think he got 64 million views at Fox? Uh, nope. You know what the best thing is about him? He used to be pretty far left until he got awoken. And then he goes on Fox and still kind of stayed weird. Like he was just talking to people and talking to weird liberals. And then he started telling the truth. I think everybody's. And that's so many of us. I think everybody is liberal. Nobody comes out of the womb with a bow tie on as a conservative. They all start a little liberal. And then they're. You know why that is? Do you know why that is? Because we're all born with the original sin and Democrats are from Satan. Exactly. (laughs) So now. Well, I didn't called, expect that. Lizzie is called Democrats Satan, and yeah. and Tabitha is called Democrats um, <laughs> many things, yes. many things, mental, many mental, things. Mental, <laughs> mentally ill, mentally yes. not Ill. Democrats though, but progressive liberals. Yes, I should change it. Is a mental <laughs> illness, not Democrats, right. not Democrats, progressive liberals. But you know what Tucker has done, and what so many of has of of us have done. I would have been considered a liberal 10 years ago. Yes. 15 years ago. Yes. But you know what? I follow the truth. Back then, the truth was something different than what I know the truth to uh, well, be today. Was you it know really? What? You never know what people are going to think. I don't know. The guys. 15 years ago was a right around the whole um, in, uh, the the Al Gore documentary of the uh, Unconvenient Truth. Well, that's, when I, that's when I started going, uh, this is force fed on us. This is bull crap. I was trying to move on to the topic, but then we have listener viewer robert who says guys wake up tucker is still left-sided i can't i hear that no, too but he doesn't talk that way no anymore. he's independent uh you gotta watch yeah, go, maybe he's independent you gotta go watch the robert, old cro- go watch the me, old baby. crossfire teach me man i'm not understanding that i'm trying you well guys, there's nothing I wrong open mind. there's nothing wrong with i'm not a republican and i have no problem saying i hate republicans as much as i hate <laughs> democrats I don't have any problem saying that whatsoever. But you know what? When it comes to voting, we have no choice. Democrats and Republicans are two sides of the same coin, and mm-hmm. none of them, none of them care about us. And I some think do. Damn, very damn few, Tabitha. Very few. Very few. They're Why don't all, you run for something? They're all playing the game. They're run all, for something. You know what? If if we if I could run as an independent and win something. I would actually do it. I will tell you. We'll get you some platform shoes. We'll get you all made up and <laughs> did. Shoes. And we'll I would s- we'll some. send you out there and <laughs> we'll start the campaign right here. Can, yeah. Are you guys going to be her for governor? Yes. Are you guys seriously up for governor? Who Tab, in this room possibly Tab. thinks that Republicans in Congress care more about us than Democrats in Congress? They don't. No, they do. They, they go there. do not. They go there wanting to big dreams. I've talked to them. But our system is set up for what we get, and it will never change, which is why, as positive as I try to be, my realist side comes out. Washington's not changing. Nope. And politicians go there with big hopes, big dreams, big eyes. Yeah. And then they're like, listen, let's go have a talk. Yeah. This is what's going to happen as we have our arm around yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Because for the first, I mean, even even when Jesse the Body Ventura ran well, and won, I'm going to change everything. Well, and, and you know it didn't last. 
It never you does. You can't change anything. You can't change Washington. I think the, you I think the problem anything. with the last 10 years is this. The margins of politics was a lot smaller. JFK was not that far from Richard Nixon back in the 60s. He really wasn't. It was a few social issues here. It was a little bit of taxation economics there. But the two gentlemen were really quite similar in a lot of ways. Bill Clinton was a lot more similar to George H.W. Bush than it was than Obama was to uh, uh, Trump. Now the polarizations are so far. You can't even see each other anymore back in the day you could see each other you could make a point for the blue dog democrats and the uh conservative republicans now it's completely flipped on its head corporate america is liberal that's not the way it used to be corporate america in the old days was the Koch brothers and very conservative remember yep not anymore yep so what have we learned tabitha you're not a republican and you're not if you ran for anything you would have to Take a side somewhere. You can't run in the center. Nobody well, wants your center. And that's exactly right. You know what? There are uh, Trump. Trump's not a Republican. Trump's not a Democrat. But he had to run for the party that would potentially. He's more liberal him. than you are. And he probably that's is true. more liberal. That is he's, true. he's bringing back the, he's bringing back Roe versus Wade in a lot of instances. My point is is and has always been that no one in Congress represents us. They represent themselves. You know, I'm not saying there's no good people in Congress, but once they're there, and and we all know how it is. You're getting the money. The money's coming in. You're increasing your lifestyle. You learn to live a certain way, and then guess what? You cannot do without the money. So well, they're going to keep taking one it. thing that I was told. It was like Eric, you can go in to politics and you can win and you can people will like your message you'll subscribe to it but then the tactics of politics and i would love to talk to we have a lot of people around this building that know the ins and outs of it but the the tactics of politics are invisible to a lot of people what happens is you get into an office and the first thing that you notice is you have a schedule of a lot of people that want to meet with you. And these people are legitimately good people, and they might be liberal, and they have liberal causes, and you're having this back-and-forth conversation. And a lot of them are lobbyists. And Maybe. I, I have, I, Maybe. I, I have a lot of respect for lobbyists, but we know how the system works. Yeah, but could you imagine being a conservative politician in an office, and you have kids for transgender school or whatever, and you're like, these are human beings, I'm having a conversation, and we can agree to agree on some things, and all of a sudden you come out of that meeting and boom, you're the worst candidate on the planet because you had a meeting with the... Well, that's called playing <laughs> the I mean? game. If you don't play the game, you don't stay in your office. Exa- but it's not you even playing play the, game. the game. You're living in a world with multiple views. Why can't we have a Congress or why can't we have a government that just cares about the people? I mean, why can't that be? Why can't we make term limits, A? Why can't we, B, come up with policies to where if you are voted in into a, as a Congress member, that you're not allowed to make kickbacks? You get your salary and nothing else I, I throughout for the duration no, of no your payola, term. No well, all you have to do is follow Republicans and Democrats and their investing and look at the groups that they sit on. Look at the certain little groups that they have. Oh, you've been assigned to this committee, and you've been assigned to this energy committee, and you've been inside the infrastructure committee, and then you follow where they put their money because they have insider trading information, 
And you would have to be literally a kindergartner or preschooler to not understand where to put your money with the information you're given. Mm. And that's Republicans. It's Democrats. They're making so much money. And we've talked about it. Eric's talked about it. Clearly, you become a politician and then all of a sudden you become a billionaire. Yeah. And that doesn't happen for every politician. I know a lot of them and I've talked to them over the past 25 years working in local news. However, it does happen for him on the national when level. When you get to that to that level, look at look at Barack Obama. His first year, first year but as a senator, but being a politician can also be he a made thankless millions job. Of dollars. No, but but if you're when you, so local politicians aren't going to be the multimillionaires. It's going to be the guys that leave Congress. This is the way it should have worked. But, they, but there are there but, are kickbacks even for state reps. I'll, here's an. There's there's a colleague of yours. There's a colleague of Vic Faust that I You're, know. You are my colleague. Well, another and a, a lady colleague that I, I will colleague. never bring. Former, up. Former I, won't, I won't bring up her name, but she used to work for two four or five here in St. Louis. Oh, when I worked, I'll tell you place. off air. Okay, <laughs> but but she said, that, but she she I used to film her doing voiceovers on prompter for a, a company, and she did it freelance. And then she got, one day she left Channel Blank. Yeah, I think her initials were SM. Uh, maybe maybe not. But she goes. <laughs> we know she, her and love her. If that's who you're talking but about. about two years later after that she came up she goes eric i'm working for this company on the side i'm making about 40 times as much as i was making on air and i go what she goes yeah it's basically i do one hour of work a week <laughs> and i and i got a I got a retainer check and, and you bring this insane. up why because that's the way congress is supposed to be your civil service is supposed to be x amount of dollars you don't take payola once you leave you know the ins and outs now as an american citizen you can go lobby all you want that's really the term way limits term limits term limits it should be there i did want to say one other thing that um Tucker Carlson did say, and this is interesting, and keep in mind, because when we saw Tucker rocking and rolling at Fox, did we ever think he'd be fired, besides Tabitha? No, we didn't. Well, we don't know the ins and outs of it. He's there, a, he's a, he's a I wild I think card. we know the ins and outs. And, I, I, think and what we he said was, I think we started to know he was going to get fired when he got so popular well, yeah. and started saying so much. When he started well, telling the truth. The truth. Because he, he didn't went, always tell the truth. He went further than what their platform Correct. allows. Correct. He said, as of today, this is his quote from last night, as of today, we have come to Twitter, which we hope will be the shortwave radio under the blankets. Love that quote. He continued by saying, we're told there are no gatekeepers here, talking about it Twitter. If that turns out to be false, we'll leave. But in the meantime, we're grateful to be here. And who would have thought just two years ago, a year and a half ago, that Twitter, of all places, would be the spot that Tucker Carlson, the most popular anchor in all the world, would choose to have his show on. My, oh, my, how fast things can change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tucker's a, he's a voice. He's always been a voice. He's been, he's, I think that he got his, to be honest with you, I think people just chided him as a right-wing conservative, bow-tie-wearing conservative. And then once he got onto Fox, they people liked his style. They liked his presentation. They liked what he was saying. They, they noticed Tabitha. They noticed early into his career on Fox as he was taking over the position of another high-ranked uh, official over on Fox, um, that, he, that, that his way was making people go, wow, this is very interesting. I can get behind this. And I think that what, what I don't understand, 
the only thing that I think that that went on here is there was a back. This is what I understood. There's a backdoor deal to say get that guy off the air because you're being sued for a billion dollars from the Dominion. I think that was it. I do because he's telling too much truth and waking too many people. I think he was a. Well, he's making money. He was making Fox money hand over fist. Eric, there are people on both sides of the fence who listen to Tucker. And somebody, I was shocked by this, but somebody at this golf tournament I worked at recently told me, they said, you know what I like about Tucker most is really he's not giving a lot of opinion. He's really just telling what the news is and allowing people to form their own opinions in many cases. Yeah. It can happen. Yeah. Eric Johnson, Tab of the Hassle, and Vic Faust, Lizzie Sparks running the chat line. Pro Joe taking care of business. Of course, you can always check us out at canceltheshow.com. We continue to grow, and we appreciate you guys liking, subscribing, hitting the thumbs up button because it works with our show, with the algorithms that are in place to make sure that our information gets to as many people as possible. You can choose the platforms that you want. And speaking of Tucker and Twitter, by the way, we are on Twitter. We just haven't promoted it there. We didn't know what to expect with Twitter because we had such a large following on Facebook, on Rumble, and of course, on YouTube. Apparently, multi-millions of people listen over there on Twitter. I how about 64 million people interested yeah. enough to watch Tucker? Is it is it is, is the Twitter video thing a new thing? Or Damn, the that, Strix better be on Twitter. Is that is <laughs> that know. a new thing or is that an old thing? Twitter on video or a, a video a, on Twitter? Well, video on Twitter. If you the my understanding of when I went and looked at it, if you pay for the blue check mark, you can download up to two hours of content. Oh, which how long how old, how long is our show? <laughs> About two hours. About I two think. hours. <laughs> I signed us up. We're in. We're in yes, the waiting Tabitha, line. We love you. I signed us up for that long, right? Long, like two months before our show started, when we just started having discussions about it. So we're in the waiting line. Maybe okay. I go, I see, Wait, but we have to stand in a waiting line. You have to be. Did in a Tucker line. have to stand in a waiting no. line? No, I kind of doubt it. Damn. <laughs> I'm tired of being told. Go sit in the corner. Take but your we're spot. In, we're in the queue. Uh, we love Wednesdays because we catch up with our good friends, Kathy. Helbig Strict, Steve Strict, uh, New American Funding for Steve, of yeah. course, Kathy Helbig's Experience, Real Estate Partners, uh, yeah. 314-276-SOLD, 314-276-SOLD. I can't wait to talk real estate, but man, wait a minute. Steve, have your arms gotten bigger? <laughs> no, back oh, up. Show those babies. You work for those. You weren't born with those. Yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> Give the people what they want. That's Give them right. what they want. Steve, do you ever oh, have a, do you I ever, told Eric this that night at your party. I just buy smaller shirts. <laughs> I, I'm a fan of this medium. And Kathy is not naked. She does have a dress on, and it's a beautiful dress. I have clothes on. Do you guys ever have a fight in the Kathy kitchen? Kathy naked is not a bad thing, with all due respect exactly. to Steve. Exactly. Yeah, the viewers, right. <laughs> does, does, Kathy, does he ever say... Do you ever say, man, why do you get all the damn billboards? I see you everywhere. I mean, I turn out of Starbucks, boom, there you are. I go down to 70, boom, there you are. Do you ever say, give me some give me some billboard time? Well, we're working on a new one for with him in the background, too. What's he oh, going to be oh, doing? Nice. Like yard yeah, work? He'll be y- doing yard work or something? <laughs> yeah. I think I'm getting tired of doing being yard work with no shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. Backseat's fine. Yeah. I love it. I don't even know how to comment on that. (laughs) Uh, Well, we got to talk real estate and we'll talk mortgage in a moment. But Steve, you made uh, some big headways this week (laughs) with a video you released. I want to show the video first. Is it all right we show the video? Absolutely. With your sound. So Pro Joe's going to pop that up. What we're doing is we're setting up. This is, can you set it up before we show the video where this is in regards to your home? So this is in our driveway. Mm. It's a bridge that goes from. our home in the upper left corner. Yeah, cul de sac that. 
Uh, it's a bridge that gives us access to our house. So we built that house uh, so four or five mess. years ago. Spire came over. They were looking for their line. They ended mm-hmm. up drilling some holes into our bridge, mm-hmm. fairly large holes. Which looked like a street. Right. Into the street. Okay. So they drilled all the way through it. We didn't even know until about mm, a year, 18 months Wait. ago God. that um, it started crumbling. Somebody went underneath it uh-huh. and saw that everything was eroded from the point of where those holes are at all the way over. So we had to shut the bridge down because a car would have fallen through it. And um, we actually have video of water going through those holes, washing away the debris, but Spire does not want to take responsibility. Isn't Spire the same company that blew up the house a few years ago? No. Over there in Oak Allen? Who was that? A private contractor. It was a private contractor? Yeah, it was a private contractor. And it was more than one house. I want to see your video. Joe, can you play that? Here's the mess. Here's the pipe. So that's half of the bridge, Look at my yard. Right. My yard is completely torn off. Oh, my God. Yes. Look at all that. The three houses Those behind. trees. And this is a little... Look at all those stumps that are taken out. Buying property. Completely destroyed my Make yard, sure too. sure you understand whether the streets are publicly owned or privately yes. owned. Yes. Oh, yes. This is what we, streets, what we have to deal with. Which is why we're footing the bill. Wait a minute. Why are you footing the bill if they destroyed it? Thank because you, they're Spire. not taking responsibility it. for it. So We've got to get it done. So, meantime, yeah. Look at that. Yeah, that's cool. And that's only yeah, one side? Awesome. That's, see, the right side hasn't see, been done yet. we still got to tear that right but side. But that's the side that's been There's deteriorating <laughs> my yard. And they're not and taking they responsibility. Out, which was beautiful. Correct. At this point, they're we're not taking responsibility. We're making a little bit of progress, but not enough yet. But they happened. claim that they sent someone out when we made the original complaint. They said they felt that it was a pre-existing I can't believe that. And they're not taking responsibility. Another thing to keep in mind, too. Kevin Joseph right on point, 100 to 200. 200k to fix it exactly yeah the first bid was 200k <laughs> yeah. are you serious and How you, would you know and that, two other Kevin? neighbors have to foot the bill that for this my yeah. next point my next point is know what your hoa mm. says uh, that is yeah, one thing you, we really you can continue to show that video joe and i really thanks buddy care about what the hoa okay so you were saying what when the video was going on just so people could hear about private and public private because public somebody said well that looks like a gated community it's it's but not. it's not a gated no, community it's it's a street with seven homes on it but it is privately held this nice. is privately held but the <laughs> so, utilities also run through the creek so msd right. inspire right. you know right but but the difference between privately held and publicly held is the county would be taking care of these repairs if the street wasn't a privately held street so anytime you live in a neighborhood that has privately held you have to repave it all that is at the cost of the homeowners so you do need to take take that in mind yeah but it can't be at the damn it can't be at the dereliction of the utility company either well, right exactly you know i mean exactly. that's Un- that's unbelievable. Here, here it's a big deal. You guys got to win this for a lot this of people. This is how you have you to get here into your house. For us. Right. That's how we, we have to get in our house. We knew it was privately held streets. We didn't really pay attention to the HOA restrictions that said any issues with the creek belong to the three houses that the creek accesses. Oh, so my God. Other right. four houses are out of it. Yep. Only the three of us that live behind the creek mm-hmm. are responsible for any repairs. I, what, at I about $200,000 right now. Now, we did, get, we did get a, a, them to come down on the price. This is a great real estate update, too. Bid, but right. the reason that we had to move forward with this is because the storms came through. One of our neighbors had damage to their roof. Their roof started leaking. The roofers would not cross the bridge to oh. fix their roof. So now they have mold in their top floor. 
So we had to, you know, all come together and oh, put wow. the bill because yeah. the, the neighbor's roof yeah. is damaged. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, that is, I, I never even thought about that because in my subdivision, the, 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 life, the streets are privately owned <laughs> right. because we're not allowed to park in front of our houses on the street. Our driveways are in the back. Yes. And when I asked the HOA about it, they're like, well, our streets are privately owned. We can keep you from parking mm-hmm. in front of your home. And this yeah. could happen anywhere in America. And I thought that was as anywhere. bad as it got. But this <laughs> is a, and I've always a lot thought of places in St. Louis that have the first. The first bit, I had they no wanted idea. to tear the whole thing down and build a uh, yeah. golf cart path with rock through our front yard yeah. so we could access our house. Yeah, they want, yeah. That they was their solution. More tre- the first bit was like two hundred twenty-five. The contractors, yeah. They wanted to take out more of our trees because all of those trees that we've already taken out a bunch are in our front yard. So they wanted to take out to the right those trees. Yeah, Vic, you've seen it. So yeah, build, so even with private golf cart path, mm. build it up of gravel and the golf cart. Wow. Path. So even with private property, there are easements in certain directions for mm-hmm. the utility company so have access to make repairs or updates. Correct. Yes. Yeah, appreciate the update there, Paul. I, I mean, nobody wants to deal with it. Well, and the, the problem is, is that these uh, utilities, since there's one of each, is such a monopoly oh, that you walk in there and it's it a bureaucratic hell unless you go in there with Elliot Davis. And you say, Elliot's going to have this on the air today at about 6 o'clock. So. Local consumer reporter in the St. Louis area, of course. <laughs> Believe me, a lot of people brought his name up in the uh, We haven't heard from him yet, Elliot. We haven't got. Well, yeah, the only thing is, is this is private. He retired. Yeah. This is private, right. and that's the problem. It's like... It's like, what is Sire out? Or Sire. Why, what are they out if they basically say, eh, we're out. We're going to wash our hands of this. Yeah. They're out nothing because they're a monopoly. Yeah. I know. What can you do? You, there are no options. You can't just go and get gas from anyone else. No. no. Well, well he, the options are to try to take them to court. Yeah. So is this a done situation for the Stricks right now? You're going to just pay with the other two neighbors who are responsible oh, and split the bill? Well, I mean, it's done well, as far as paying for it. Paying. Yeah. yeah. So we are coming out of pocket. At what point. do you hope happens? Here's the deal. I just hope that Spire does what's right. Mm-hmm. We have all of the evidence. We have yeah. reports. They talk about being great advocates for the community. Yeah. Just do what's right. I'm not, I don't want to go to litigation. Nobody yeah. does. Everybody hates yeah. that. And I don't want more than what us and our neighbors deserve. Mm-hmm. It's just a repaired bridge so we can get to our home. Yeah. Where's so. Al Watkins when we need him? Right. <laughs> say, his name. Call call. Call. say his name three times. And then speaking <laughs> of HOAs, I was going to bring this up a couple of weeks ago and we got talking about something else. Do you also know that an HOA can foreclose on your house? I did not know that. For you not making yeah. your $200 a Check month or $400 a year. Put a lien yeah. on your house? Okay. I had no idea. What they a great foreclose topic. On yes. Okay. Yes. But I'm sure, when have you always known started, this? Yeah. Well, yes, but I never dealt with it. But when we first started doing your show, I was literally in the heat of representing a seller. And I couldn't talk about it because it was still in litigation. <clears throat> but I was representing a seller that had gone through almost two years of hell mm-hmm. with their HOA association here in the area. And they were in a bitter lawsuit with each other and uh, they had foreclosed on the house. And so it, it was over um, some late, I think couple late years of payments and then they started penalizing them. So the penalties, and they can assess the penalties to whatever they want them mm-hmm. to be. And so the penalties were starting to be outrageous and add up. And then it became <clears throat> an emotional war yeah. between the two of them. So it was literally like War of the Roses, yeah. homeowner HOA edition. Yeah. It was oh, insane. Man. It was the most insane. But what is the a Karen ju- edition? What does a judge say? Does a judge go, no, 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 no. This, we're not giving you their house because you won't pay oh, 200 yeah. bucks. No, they have a lot of power. Do they really? Yep. 
I, oh, yes, I, they, I, do. they do. Unbelievable. Pam so, says, yeah. yes, I was on an HOA and well, people go. were not paying their HOA dues for a while. And we put liens on their property. And not that there's not good things about an HOA because some have to control the neighborhood. And, you know, it's, it's, the idea is it's to preserve the value for all Correct. the neighbors. But then there's bad seeds. Yeah. Too. There's people that get power hungry. This particular deal, they the HOA was even allegedly crushing some of the potential resale options for mm. people. So it was literally became like this crazy oh battle between the, between the two. And we were trying to close. This was the second buyer that, that we had. Um, and the day of closing, they trumped up something else and isn't this interesting because our com some of our comments we have people who absolutely love homeowners associations mm -hmm. yeah. and people who hate them yeah all at the same time i'm gonna take joel up on his offer a joel crater for our <laughs> listeners who can't read or are following on different platforms let me know if you need a loan for the road i run a charity for rich people <laughs> what about, about non-rich people <laughs> joel's funny <laughs> Does it, Kathy, does it matter to you when people are looking at a house, whether or not it's an HOA? Like me personally, I will never live in an HOA again. I will never do it. I'm not ever going to do that. Mm -hmm. Or do people have strong feelings either way? We have a few that, right? people, very mm -hmm. few people. But if you've had an issue with an HOA before, then those are typically the ones that say, I'll never do it again. Is, is, I've not so personally had an issue. but like that people don't realize. I lived in you know, a nice neighborhood in Weldon Spring years ago. And, um, you know, you people that had trucks or cars that had the name of their business on the side of it, you cannot park those. Uh -huh. And that's the sa same in a lot of neighborhoods. That's good. It's like you that in my neighborhood. You park those in your neighborhood. I'm you sorry, but that's good. Well, see, that's good. No, I don't so, consider that to be good. I mean, Eric, I consider it to if be you, good, depending you, on the on the subdivision. If you own, let's say, a concrete company, I'm not saying you're driving home some concrete filled truck, but you maybe just have, you will, or, or a real if you're a realtor and you have your your name on the side of your car, a commercial vehicle, and it cannot be parked on the driveway. Exactly. The well, how would you like to live in a subdivision with an unseaworthy boat in the middle of the right. of the yard? And, and I that is the protection of and I get exactly that too. Yeah. exactly and and. And some people, and, and that that makes a big difference too. But like in my in my subdivision or in my community, you can't even have an at home business. Right. They don't allow any no. at home right. businesses, no matter what it is. Well, how does how does Lake St. Louis work? If you pay, because that's an HOA over there, do you pay for the whole lake, or is it just a little small part of the? So you can manage you can manage the your community the lake better. Lake associations, okay. And part of Lake St. Louis is not part of that. Part of it is. So you get, you got to make sure not everybody has lake rights in lake. Damn, Louis. read the fine print on yeah, everything. Not everybody has lake no, rights. Sir. No, sir. So you need to make sure you know which side of the street you're on. How you pissed off would you be if you closed and you say, "Oh, by the way, you can't go in the lake. Have a nice day." Right. Yeah, but I you, mean, yeah. your your real Damn. estate agents would be telling you. Well, not really. Right. There's a lot of new people that that don't necessarily know that either. Um, but yeah, you should always ask those questions if that's important to you. And then there's the additional neighborhood HOA. Okay. There's the you're talking about the municipality, yeah. Rules and restrictions, and then there's the homeowners association. Okay. That is a smaller group of people. Usually, you're electing those people. Okay. And they they run a couple of years and and change over, but you know we were hmm. talking about HOAs and commercial vehicles being outside your house or boats or whatever. We were down visiting some friends in Houston and um, in their neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So it's a neighborhood, and each house probably has three acres plus. Right. 
every single one of them is allowed to run a commercial business out of their home because they so make you money drive doing down, it. Yeah, and there's probably sixty. Did you say every yeah. at every yeah. single one. home is on three acres of land? Yeah, yeah. every home in Houston, Texas. But yeah, so yeah. you drive by, there's a business right. Yeah. There. Drive by, there's a business. These people opened up an event space in their yeah. backyard. Yeah. Uh, you know, staging company yep. with a warehouse. It's yeah. pretty cool idea. But I've never seen anything like Houston that around here. Houston has some different. Houston's Kansas different. City, Missouri, you, there's a subdivision right out of Liberty that every single one of those guys is a truck driver. And they all have uh, semi-tractor trailers in their front yard. Yeah, it would make sense, I guess. I, and huge garages, too, Vic. I mean, monster <laughs> garages, too. Those are, co- those are warehouses. I've heard that yeah. before, Donna. <laughs> they are. <laughs> yeah, I, I do see it. I do see it. Uh, one of our viewers' listeners said, yeah. Kathy, you resemble Sandra Bullock. Heard it a couple times. I, I Have you really it. heard that? You do. I never that thought of Marie about Osmond. It. I used to get Marie Osmond. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's your wife. Do you see Sandra Bullock, Steve? Oh, no. Uh, what's the politician that ran for vice president? Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin. Oh, Sarah Palin. Oh, Sarah Put Sarah some glasses Palin. on. Get your, get your Palin, Palin glasses on. on. I need glasses, glasses over here. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah Palin. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of fun on uh, Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I won a, a, I won a costume contest. Did you really? Nice. Palin one year. I would just hope that real estate agents would know and be reading the terms, but you know them better than anybody. And yeah. once again, I mean, we're having fun and we're talking about some of these things, but you have questions. Give Steve and Kathy a call, 314-276-SOLD, 314-276-SOLD. You can get Steve at New American Funding when it comes to anything mortgage-related. Once again, people are asking questions, trying to find out. Heck, even I, Lizzie told me today her uh, son-in-law is trying to Working get a property through you yeah. guys right yeah. now as well. So. Uh, how much inventory is actually there yes, right here now? Here we go. Actually ticked back up again a little bit. We're oh, what? 500. Uh, <laughs> that's five, 500 homes available for sale in the yeah. St. Louis metropolitan area. I do, you know, and it's interesting as you look at some of those stats, it's different in different parts of the country. Yes, it's completely. just in the St. Louis area. There's not a lot there, but it's ticking really, back up. It's a really odd year. We had a really slow start to the spring, mm-hmm. so it's almost like we're now starting to feel a little bit of the spring market. <clears throat> we do have, you know, bits and pieces of houses that are not moving as fast or getting as many offers as you would think we have and then we have other houses that are crazy lines okay let's talk about that (coughs) we we had one last week guys listen to this this is crazy i can't talk addresses or sex sex but (laughs) because it's not closed yet okay it was near a million under a million okay right under a million listed Mm -hmm. 20 offers plus yeah (laughs) well over three thousand more than what yeah. That's insane. If you're okay, that so stop. this whole could on. be going for one point two, one point three. Stop Unless there for a second. It closes before you go any farther. So you said it's about under a million, but three hundred thousand more. So if you go into oh, the housing market right now in St. Louis, <laughs> is it safe to say? 20, so if I see a, a two hundred thousand dollar house, I need to ask. I need to put another sixty thousand dollars on that to 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 make sure that I'm in the war that, to get that's this house. The same equation. Of I'm at right, right. But then again, I was doing comps for a, a client that's coming up in Florissant. And um, there was a house that I wanted to use as a comp, it hadn't closed yet. It's a mm-hmm. pending. And pending doesn't show what it's under contract for, right? It doesn't show okay. what it's sold for until it closes. Yeah. <clears throat> so I called the agent and tried to pull a little information out of her. And <laughs> okay. she said, what? <laughs> she said uh, uh, that that house did not, I go, I'm assuming it went under contract yeah. in a couple of days. I'm assuming it had multiple offers. She said, actually, it did not. Mm-hmm. So here we just, 
have the extreme, yeah. literally the same day when we have all these contracts coming in on this one that is actually priced way higher, yeah. we have this other agent saying, well, we have a cute little house here in Florissant that's at a much, much more affordable price for most people. Yeah. And although we did good and we sold it and we got right at list is what she told me, we did not have multiple offers. But isn't it all about the location sometimes? Sure, yeah. Location, mm. it's the, the, the amenities. The, that's why even though you hear these things about this market being insane, especially just for three years, yes. as a seller, don't cut yourself short and not do the few extra little things to do to, to try to create that. Okay, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Let's say that you, as a buyer, you are getting frustrated and this thing is like, all offers will be, we'll look at all offers on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I was told that this is not ethical, that going in as the realtor representing this guy saying, all right, we have $30,000 over, but it's contingent that you, you close on this today, that you, you sign off on this today. Mm-hmm. And being very uber aggressive, is that something that, that? you can, that's not, yeah. An, yeah. That, there's no ethical problem with that whatsoever? No, saying, I, I don't mean, care about your Saturday people, no, I'll not, give you another 30000 It's 30, not an ethical situation, it's that you're trying to walk that fine line of, is my aggression going to get me to win, or is my aggression going to turn those people off? Hmm. That That's really the fine line you're walking. Yeah. And... I'm saying going into year three, we're seeing a lot more of, screw it, I'm going for the aggression. Right, and you have nothing than, to lose. Than what we did before, because before it was like, oh, I better follow the rules. What, yeah. what if the seller doesn't like get yeah. pissed off that I do this? Now they're like, no, I'm gonna give you this offer anyway and you know, respond tonight. Mm-hmm. They don't have to respond. Yeah. You know? Price is coming down or are they going up? What do you see? Well, the one we just sold went up. We just and, went and up. And good for them. Here's what I think is interesting, too. Are you allowed to say the county of where that home was listed just it's under? It's right around It's St. Louis County. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say, the, the, we just had a topic of, of, of our meeting the other day of that, um, now what was I thinking? Oh, my gosh. We were talking about prices going up. Oh, yeah. That the mindset of buyers mm-hmm. have to be that... The asking price is your entry price. And that's that's why the newer buyers are still getting crushed mm-hmm. because they haven't been kicked around enough yeah. to be able to to reconcile that what do you mean they're asking two fifty? I'm yeah. offered two fifty. And they're like insulted. Yeah. yeah, you know that's what they want. I'm well, that's what fair. I think that's uh, fair from Eric, the buyer. This is going to that I think, really nice I think restaurant, that the, knowing that you're going to have your gratuity added into that. I think already. it is kind of a bigger no. It's tip. like when you go it, and buy it, lobster no. at market price. You don't know market what it's price. going to be Correct. in the end. I think you it's just a, have to be yeah. ready to be paying a lot of money. That's a it's a bit analogy. of a bitch slap. It's a bit of a bitch slap. It's hard for people. I think there needs to be to rules for buyers. I mean, I don't think so. No, the world isn't no rules. fair. We know, no rules. Right? No rules. All right. No. no why should not. there be rules for buyers? To me, but that's what sets market price. Market price exactly. is what the buyers willing to pay for it. I that's exactly it. right. And you know what? If you have a home and it and people are bidding on it and there's a bidding war and you're getting five hundred thousand dollars over asking price, good for you. Yes. And as as a buyer. There's a couple things that people have to do. A, people, I think, have to have their ducks in a row mm-hmm. before you start looking. Oh, my gosh. Before you 100%. start looking. And I will tell you guys what. Most people, including myself, have no idea mm-hmm. what to even do or how to prepare right. or what the lender might ask for. And if people don't have their ducks in a row and they don't have everything lined up and they come into a situation like this, they're going to lose. Let me ask you 100%. this. How, what is the main industry? 
right? I mean, you guys see it. So how does St. Louisans afford a $600,000 house that used to be $200,000 a few, and I'm serious, a few years ago, what is the industry that a person that's going to buy a $200,000 house for $600,000? How about the example it, they gave us when you have 20, 20 well, different people offering well over a million dollars? I mean, is it a night line worker at Amazon or what? what, what where is it? People that have not moved in a long time yes, and they have a lot have a more lot equity, of equity in their to put mm. down on the 600000 right? Gotcha. So now they've got a hundred grand or a hundred and fifty thousand to put down. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily, you know. But still, they're now they go mortgage. So poor. damn yeah. interesting. Now they're mortgage. I, I ran into a little article that talked about shadow shadow consumers, aren't they? Yeah. Buyers and sellers, and there it does feel like there is that because even though we saw. A, a, a lull going into this season as soon as the right house comes on the market they they materialize so there are people that are just sitting there mm-hmm. waiting for the right house yeah. to come yeah that are not necessarily out there putting a new loan application so you're not seeing the loan applications go up and that kind of stuff yeah. so they're not really counting that yeah but all Damn. of a sudden we see a house like the one we put up and you've got 20 people okay there would have been 25 offers at least but some of the people were basically like hey if my person's <laughs> stopping is this is it even worth my time and we're like hey. good question you that know. is such that, a good question. and by the way that this is happens a, a lot you're not telling people hey we think it's a great idea go offer more money you're just advising people listen this is what's yes. happening in the market be ready, and, and right. be funny, ready. we're thought, telling you what's happened if you offer this yeah this is probably what's going to happen This is what people are doing to get homes. Right. Oh, I thought it was interesting, too, is that it's hard, even for agents, guys. I'll be completely honest with you. It's a free-for-all a little bit out there. So when we're trying to price something, pricing is going by history. Yeah. What you don't know, that that missing equation is what the buyers are going to think about the property and what they're willing Mm -hmm. to pay. So it's interesting that that one house I was talking about, two agents that showed it that live in that neighborhood yeah. actually sent feedback saying how ridiculously priced the asking price mm-hmm. was. Wow. That it was <laughs> never going to sell for this, yada, yada, yada. A egg on their face, right? When here we came with hundreds of thousands more than what they thought because they can't comprehend it because they live in that neighborhood. Yep. Well, I bet they're going to be putting their houses up for sale soon. It could have been because experienced realty partners had (laughs) it too. too. Have you ever seen... It does make a difference. Steve, have you ever seen... Now, I looked... I I am definitely not an expert in finance. And we'll let you go right after this question. But have you ever seen an instance, and I've seen this on Zillow now, and I know that's not the place to do your research, but where you're like, okay, the the market, it has that line, and it's going to give bucks a little bit, and then in the last two years, it, you've seen house prices go, whoop. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen anything like that? I, I mean, that cannot be no. a real market, right? No, I've, I've never seen anything like that as far yeah. as values are concerned. I've never seen anything like the interest rates have done that fast. And they still are buying them. Yeah. It's, um, it, w- what planet are we living on? <laughs> I this don't is, know anymore, man. Yeah, these are know. UFOs. It's UFOs. It definitely. is. We appreciate you guys jumping in today. Once again, if you want to give Steve a call about the mortgage industry, you can do so. His phone number is 314-374-0770. That's 314-374-0770. New American Funding. And of course, if you have any questions regarding real estate, give Kathy and her team a call. It's so simple. They're going to advise you. They're not going to be somebody that's not there for you. Experienced real estate partners expect to be moved. 314-276-SOLD. 314 
276 old. I've known you for a long time. I never saw Sandra Bullock, and now I see it, Kathy. <laughs> I know. Once Go you see it, you can't figure. stop seeing it. Yeah, guys. That's a good thing. Cancelthisshow.com. Hey, still to come, guys. Come up. Uh, by the way, if you need any bank account, yeah, if you need any, uh, if you need any gummies, marijuana products, oh. you can grab the the cabinet on the way out. They're right, right. there. They got love gummies, green light, you got some samples. No idea. <laughs> okay. There's samples there. Come back next week and let us know how they. Green work. light will be on at nine thirty. Green light dispensary. We come back. Tabitha will have her tabs take regarding some Amendment Two rights. Plus, go figure. Moms for Liberty being put on an FBI terror list. You can't make this stuff up. The Southern Poverty Law Center. We'll break it down after this two-minute break. Please check out our partners, including Kathy Helbig's real estate company. Back with more right after this. You want to see the incredible... Carroll House has the largest selection of solid wood with the hottest new styles. Real furniture that's built to last, like our solid bedrooms, living rooms, and dining from Kincaid. Our volume enables us to save you a lot of money, especially during our solid wood sale, Plus, get free financing, fast free delivery, and free in-home design. So for solid wood, sweet styles, and solid service since 1964, shop over three football fields of furniture at Carroll House, because you like nice things. Hey guys, this is Dr. Mahesh Bagwe. I'm an orthopedic surgeon here in St. Louis for over the last 20 years. I went to Washington University. I got my medical degree at St. Louis University. From local high school athletes, college athletes, weekend warriors, injured workers, and even Cardinal baseball players, I've treated them all. Our practice strives to personalize care with every new patient being seen by me. To find me, contact my staff at drbagwe.com. That's D-R-B-A-G-W-E.com. Hopefully you don't need me, but if you do, you can find me now. Jonathan, what does make Rockwood so special? Rockwood, we carbonize it higher than anybody else does. So we're cooking out everything that produces ash, smoke, anything like that. Uh, it gives you a lot more control over the temperature, a lot more control over the fire, and it's a 100% Missouri product. All right, where can people get it? It's at 100 plus locations around St. Louis, any Deerberg, Straub's, uh, meat markets, wine and cheese stores, hardware stores, you name it, we're around St. Louis. Just check the website. And good charcoal should be able to break apart your hands like absolutely, does, yeah. Right? If, if you can't break it apart by hand, it's not charcoal yet. It's still wood. They didn't do the job, so make sure it can break apart by hand. All right, get your rockwood charcoal. Let's talk roofs. Voted best roofing pro in all of St. Charles County, RJR and Associates Roofing has been protecting people from the chaotic Missouri weather for over 20 years. Business and homeowners, whether you need to patch a leaky roof or it's just time for a completely new one, RJR has got you covered. Just call our buddy Ron today at 314-852-5074. That's 314-852-5074. Marco, wait. What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Sparks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh yeah, and service. He's 
Attention, anyone who served, lived, or worked at Marine Corps Base Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987. Camp Lejeune's drinking water was dangerously toxic, and base personnel and their families have since suffered cancer and other illnesses. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and were diagnosed with cancer, you may be eligible for significant compensation. Call the Driscoll firm now. Consultations are free, and you won't pay a fee unless we get you the money you deserve. 1-800-805-4800. Hey guys, welcome to the show. It's Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. Back for hour number two. I'm Vic Faust with Tap of the Hassle. Eric Johnson, Lizzie Sparks in the studio, taking care of all of the live chat for the live portion of the show. Of course, we are a live podcast Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central and all the time on our website at CancelThisShow.com. You can pick up whatever platform you want right there. And of course, you can also go there and listen to it just like the traditional podcast works. We put that on the show as soon as the show gets done, but it's there about 20 minutes after the show. You can check it out on the audio platform as well. You can jump in on several platforms as well to talk to us. Lizzie, you always got your fingers going. Nobody does it better than you. Uh, what platforms can people jump in on and get their live chat kicking? It is uh, Facebook is the most lively. However, YouTube is today really kicking it up with the new listener, Greg, and other people, as well as Rumble. We had the first Twitch person on yesterday. All right, fantastic. Coming up in about 20 minutes, we'll talk with Greenlight Dispensaries, the number one marijuana dispensary uh, company in the state of Missouri. Um, by the way, we'll have some stats for you that will blow your mind in regards to um, – I'm sure there will be market correction at some point, but right now there is so much money going in to that industry. We'll talk about that when we come back. Um, we did have a situation, Tab's Take coming up in just a moment, but we've also got something that's just blowing my mind when it comes to what's happening with the Moms for Liberty being put on the Southern Poverty Law Center's FBI watch list as a terrorist group. Moms for Liberty, this is a parents' rights group that is dealing with this situation right now, all because they were trying to stand up for their kids' rights. They're being put at the top of a hate and extremism report. They said that Moms for Liberty is a group that needs to be watched because of what they do. They're they're included with neo-Nazis and the Ku Klux Klan. Well, the FBI warned about, remember, parents at school board meetings last year. Mm. They say called that domestic terrorism last year, the year before. They were talking about parents coming to school board meetings, being disruptive, threatening teachers, that now they are also domestic terrorists. So it doesn't surprise me that this happened. But you know what? When you use the word liberty as part of your name, I mean, doesn't that tell you everything you need to know clearly if they support liberty, then they must be terrorists. And my, we all need to pray for my granddaughter, who is named for that exact reason. Her name is Liberty, for freedom and, and all of that. And so far, no one in our circles have been mean to her about that name. But it'll be interesting when she goes to school. Okay, how about this mm. first stat? I'm a big stats guy. Numbers don't tell the full story, but they do tell some of the story. And where there's smoke, there's fire. This group, the Southern Poverty Law Center, had 733 hate groups on their list in 2021. That list number went up to 1,225 last year. Are there really that many new hate hate groups, or is it that the SPLC does not like people standing up for 
liberty, does not like people standing up for conservatism, Christian values, morals, and things of that nature. Or if you say something in a school setting or a school group setting, you'll be punished for it. Eric took time out. He went to a school board meeting uh, some time ago. He saw some of these things that are happening. And it is interesting because after this new SPLC report, quote, they said that schools have been on the receiving end of ramped up and coordinated hard right attacks that's how you're being described right now if you go to a meeting like eric did how dare you enough another another this is another example for private schools period i'm sorry some private schools all, not all, not private all. schools, not all. Just all like Scott Fawn told us when okay. he joined the show, here, some of those private schools well, are more liberal about, well, than others. Yeah, okay, he did, but fine. His here, you point was, here you go. Here you go. Charter if schools. I, if I'm Lizzie and my in in Liberty wants to go to school, and her name is Liberty for a reason, and it's like I'm going to go find a school that is representative of my values, my family's values. If I have a voucher, then I don't have to worry about the money. And I don't have to go to Parkway Central or I don't have to go to Pattonville or I don't have to go to any of these liberal institutions of brainwashing. This what what Vic just said, I've had enough of. Community I've had schools, enough. Eric. Yes. Because I I would rather go to a school where the school board looks at you as I am here to serve you. You are my client. I am here to serve I'm not here to serve a union. I'm here to serve you. Miss Sparks, those what? are community schools. I am a hundred. I am. I am done with what schools. he just said. You, you literally have to have just your kid put in private school these you, days. You, you literally have to. just put a mom in the same category as the KKK. You literally put them in the same category as the Black Panthers, and it's a mom that says, "I don't want my kid being taught sexual positions in in third grade," and they are a terrorist. This is it, man. Look, I. I, I'm a big believer in do whatever the hell you want to do once you get to yes, a certain age. But man, keep your damn transgender crap out of my kid's face. Yes. Keep, I am here to- And pre- it's not just transgender. I'm, it's, I'm, it's, it's one of many. It's segregation, it's racism, this, it's teaching them re- I don't, rewriting at this point, history. At this point, I don't even care what you say anymore, Tabitha, because I think we're well, at thank a point- you, Eric. At this point- <laughs> No, he didn't mean that. <laughs> at this point- we need to have a we need wrong. to have a pu- we need to have a a private school system to where you you go into a schnooks shopping center and on the end of the shopping center is the Tabitha Hassel uh, higher education. It's a co-op. I'm telling whatever. you. Whatever. And then all of a sudden, Tabitha Hassel's logo becomes something. You go, oh, I really want to send my kid to the Tabitha Hassel School because they have amazing outcome with their kids and not have to worry about Francis Howell or Wentzville or Parkway Central or Ledoux or whatever it is, talking to the National School Board Union that is basically filtering all this stuff into your kid's face. Some of I've the, had enough. Eric, some of I've the, had enough. Some of the most educated kids come out of these community co-ops. And again, we've talked about this a thousand times. These are schools in which people from the community and here's why it'll work. come together. Here's why it'll work. Because what kid, ever heard of keeping up with the Joneses? This applies. What kid in the subdivision wants to go to the crappy public school when you have the opportunity with the same vouchers to go to the Tabitha Hassel School of Higher Learning down the street? It can and, they, happen. And, and when they come out of the Tabitha Hassel School of Higher Learning, they're not just going to Mizzou. 
crappy woke colleges. They're going to now hire institutions that will teach you math, science, will teach you accounting, will teach you whatever you want to know. This can happen in any community. Uh, on the comment line, someone, I think we all know who. I just can't believe. it can't believe happen because of money, but it I can't can not happen. Believe. It, it, can't, it can happen, and it's I, sacrificing. There's many church. parents that say they don't want to put their kids in private school because they don't have the money, but then you see them smoking cigarettes and they have a Corvette. It's priority Here it and is. sacrifice. It, it, we're, we're talking who cares <laughs> i'm serious I, mean, I, I hate to say it and be so crass about it i don't give a damn anymore here's the deal but there are if, solutions talk about the solutions if I you just care said, then talk the about tab the at the hassle school of higher learning basically I, it's down at mid-rivers mall in in mexico road <laughs> bring your be. kids here bring your four thousand dollar a year voucher here and we'll take care of your even kid in, and in, we will blow away the competition next week cancel the school of higher study no start. i'm serious if if if, if parson doesn't get on this we're stupid it's not about parson eric we you, um, you're not this listening is, this is something this is this is take it away we're from gonna have Parson schools. on the show the next two weeks and our first question will be for And me I'm going to say I'm Governor Parson Take why, it out why, of the hands of the government why, why are the ladies of liberty or whatever the hell they Moms call Moms of liberty Moms of liberty why are they terrorists and why aren't we doing something about that why aren't we saying we've had enough I don't care to go to a place that has even an inkling of a chance to show my six my sixth grader how to have a good sexual position how to do cowboy style how to do reverse oh, cowboy style disgusting. see what i'm saying mm-hmm. i don't want to i don't want a library that has books in it that show that kind of crap. none of or none any of, of us do but i'm saying there are options there are people who listen to this show who are part of community school co-ops. Hey, Drew, you're right. Private schools are expensive. Why don't we give the kids the the vouchers that will pay those schools to bring their prices down and that gives the ability of a mom who's in a subdivision somewhere in Chesterfield, St. Charles, St. Louis County, wherever it is, for their kid to, not, to, to know when they graduate, they have an amazing education. Yeah, the school's never come on, push man. personal values. Just as Greg says, the home and parents are lost. My parents taught me about the birds and the bees. Correct. And this Same is thing. common sense. Is this, Am why I losing you, my mind? Why don't you start no. a community co-op school in I'm your neighborhood? I'm not doing anything, Tabitha. I'm old. I'm over the hill. No, you're not. I'm old enough. <laughs> I'm not doing anything, but I am sick and tired of our DOJ. Who is it that this came from? Is this on an FBI board somewhere? No, here's is what it is. DOJ? No, no here's is what it? happens. The Southern Poverty Law Center is a group that yeah, but- looks at, quote, terrorist groups in the United States and who the FBI should be concerned with. And for whatever reason, the FBI is giving power to the Southern Poverty Law Center. Uh, Representative Gates, Matt Gates is even saying right now, we're going to have hearings on why this committee is one that the FBI has given power to to decide who gets put on this list. And as we know, if people aren't paying attention, you know, oh, the Moms for Liberty. Yeah. Oh, oh, I heard they're bad. Yeah. Well, have you ever listened or looked at what they've done? No, but 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 I've heard they've been put on a hate list. Well, maybe you should check out what they're about first before you start spreading rumors. And that's why these organizations, even the NAACP, who might have had a place in this society back in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, are ridiculous. They're mindless. They are literally calling a place like Florida, a racist state, when more African-Americans are moving to Florida and succeeding in Florida... You have literally just made yourself an illegitimate com- uh, um, organization. And we're listening to these clowns? No, I Come get on, it. man. Well, Come this on. is a subject we'll continue to follow as well because... I just, uh, it pisses me off. And it it should piss you off. It should piss all of us the off. The Tabitha Hassel School of Higher Learning. That the United States of America 
founded on all of our values and morals. And it wasn't perfect, but you can't start tearing apart how this country came about, who people also like to say was, at least one point in time, the greatest country in the world. You have a group, Moms for Liberty, being put on this list. Shameful. It is horrible. And it probably won't be the end for groups like the Southern Poverty Law Center doing that. But Man. as bad as that is, you've got these issues. We'll continue to follow it. Okay. Why don't, it's just we, common sense. Before we move on. It's common sense. Before we move on, people tell me all the time, well, everybody wants to talk about this is, oh, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is what our government's doing to us. This is what our country is doing to us. But but nobody ever talks about the solution. There is no, I just gave you the solution. No, you didn't. You didn't let me talk about the solution. There is a what solution. What is it? No, I literally just And the gave solution it is, and it's happening all across the country. Yes. It's a huge yes. movement right now. Yes. Is that parents are getting together and you don't have to live in the same neighborhood. Okay, that's one of them. Parents are getting together. I like and it. what they are doing is they are coming together. I like it. They are each putting in however much money on their own. Eric and I agree with your voucher system. Yes. And take the money away from yes. the public schools. And they are taking turns one day a week. I mean, one day a month for these parents. So of third, mm-hmm. over 30 days, yes. one parent volunteers to go in yep. And teach these kids. They all supply their own kids with their own uh, equipment. They all follow a curriculum. These kids, there is so much success with what is going on right okay. now. Okay, here's there another thing. Is so big, I'm trying to get to your tabs taken. You just brought this up. Hold on up, just a second. Now, before, because tab rock and rolled right there. Did that, she, she kind did, of did. Well, because she, she when we talk rolled. about the problems and there are solutions, we are there winning are. battles. And we have and to talk about you winning battles. another battles. solution? We you are winning do battles. Do you want to know another solution or another benefit of this? Now the government does not have to have an agency called the Department of Education anymore. Yeah, that needs the to The only thing it needs, needs to, to do, go. it needs to be like a big truant officer. It needs to say, as a parent, you are responsible for having your kid graduate 12th grade at, at a certain level. I mean, could you imagine that? Could you imagine this is now on the parent's responsibility and it's not on the... Yes, the there's only school one that, issue oh my God. what Tabitha was saying. Okay, here we it go. It comes to certification. And who... Who, you, who, you are these these schools are certified. What, what I'm saying, yeah, but parent, this is a lot. And they are accredited. This is a lot more difficult than what it sounds like, though. These aren't just parents from your friends all the time teaching. It's not difficult. It, you can teach your kids. I at agree home. with Tab. I, I agree with Tab. I agree. Vic, I've looked into it. It's not. Tabitha, I agree with you. I hope listen it works. Who talk about it. it I agree yes. with Jay. Also, Jay, you're right. I'm a big, nobody's a bigger homeschool you. believer than I am. Yes. Because some of the most intelligent kids I've ever met were homeschooled. Exactly kids. that. Do you think Barack exactly Obama that. sending his kids? But it's not as easy as oh. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, Do you really man. think that Barack Obama, if he lived oh, in yeah, St. Louis? I'll teach him for a month. Oh, yeah, you teach no. him for a month. It's not it's like that. It's a plan, that. but if, if for people who care enough about their kids' education, they will come up with a plan, and it's happening yes. all across the country. But you have to get certified if you're going to go teach kids. You have to get Anybody certification. Anybody can homeschool at home, and you do not need certification. You can do it with an iPad these days. Homeschooling and some co-ops I got, do not need certification. They do not need least certification. In the and good luck getting into a college if you haven't had certification. Wrong. You, that's absolutely, no, no offense wrong. to you, that's yeah, absolutely you wrong. Don't. Do you Why know do you, a, a I, lot I have of these kids. have a pilot's license because of an iPad, Vic. A lot of these kids, to not only. To homeschool, you have to be certified. No, you do you not don't. have to be you certified. Have to, to, Vic, no, you, you need to do your research. No, you don't. Vic, okay, you my homeschool friend said that they had to fill out like a ton of paperwork to be a homeschool teacher. That absolutely teacher. is not true. So nope. you're telling me that you don't have to fill out paperwork I, anymore. There are kids, and I know the parents of these kids who are definitely not filling out any certification paperwork, who are homeschooling their kids. There are listeners to this show 
who take part in these co-ops. And a lot of these people, what they're doing is these kids are so intelligent that they're graduating early yep. and they're going to college Correct. years before The homeschool family that I know kids. that I spoke at several of these schools. There was one in St. Charles. There was one in Chesterfield. I went and spoke to both schools um, about what they're doing. And hey, I love what you guys are doing with these classical academies, with this homeschooling. And it, they're hybrid models yes. too. But my only ex experience with that is you have to fill out a ton of paperwork. That's, and uh, maybe they chose so to. I'm glad. Yes. But you don't have to. I'm telling you right now, school, te te school teachers of America, listen to me. Listen to me. This is an opportunity for you to not bitch about getting paid $40,000 a year anymore. You just heard right now on this air. If you are a 40000 but you are a, a skilled teacher, you can start a business, apparently, that you basically point. go that you go and start one of these schools, community schools like Tabitha is talking about, charge the parents the money for it. Make your make those kids so educated you will have kids coming from around the region. If you're a $40,000 a year teacher, become an entrepreneur, put together a private school of your own, use iPads, use whatever resources you have, and make a business out of this. Okay, I'm telling you. Somebody you on the chat line is take. saying that exactly what you're saying. Because we got a live coming. Yes. Her name is Paula, yes. and she's she is a certified educator. Do it. And she wants to do it. Do it. And she should do it. Keep she's us a posted. Christian, and we need to talk to her yes. and maybe help back her because yes. she's right here in Missouri. The seed has fabulous. to be laid. The I am seed fabulous. has to be laid. I am all for it. Just like the old days. Don't you think we're going back to some of the old ways when we actually did things right? Yes. A one, yes. a one room school. We can all, all right. agree on that today. Except it's for now, I agree with that. It's now time for our tab take. Here we go. Tab take. <laughs> like the end. Erica, okay, <laughs> it's going to take me a while to get used to that, but Alex did a fantastic job. So, do I, I'm curious what you guys think. If you commit a nonviolent crime, should you be allowed to own a weapon? Or should you fall under that rule that says, nope, you are a criminal, you are a felon, you cannot own a weapon? You should be allowed to own a weapon, but I've already got my own issues with the fact, because we're getting ready to talk to Greenlight Dispensary, you can't get a medical card, marijuana card right now, and have a license or have a license for a gun i've heard that's a myth time. we'll have to talk that's to not a myth. about that because i don't know i keep hearing that people no. keep asking me and no, i, I talked to stephen king and metro i don't Supply. know so my yeah so while i'm upset with that yes you should be allowed to have a gun okay so or a weapon last year last year the supreme court ruled and, and this was a wild across the country nationwide that if you are a non-violent criminal you can own a weapon. In the past, if you committed a felony, even if it was nonviolent, if you were sentenced, even if it was a misdemeanor and you were sentenced to more than a year in jail, you could not own a weapon. So last year, the Supreme Court overruled that and they said, yes, if you are a nonviolent criminal, even if you are sentenced to more than a year in jail, you can still own a weapon. Well, there was a guy in Pennsylvania who committed welfare fraud. He, t he accepted 2,300 and something dollars in SNAP benefits uh, under false pretenses. He was given a three-year uh, jail sentence, which was reduced down to probation. He was denied in Pennsylvania in a federal court system of being able to own a weapon. The judge at the time, several months ago, said, no, sir, you committed a crime. Yes, it was not a violent crime, but you still committed a crime. We are going to uphold 
that you cannot own a weapon because you were sentenced to more than one year in prison. He was sentenced with one felony and a couple of misdemeanors. Well, yesterday, the Federal Court of Appeals upheld the Supreme Court decision that said, yes, as an American citizen, under our Second Amendment Constitution rights, you are allowed to have a weapon, own a weapon, even if you have committed a felony, as long as it is a nonviolent felony, even as long as it's a nonviolent crime. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the, the people, of course, who are advocates who want to stop you from owning a gun, they are just going absolutely nuts over this. Yeah. Well, to me, a gun is, has nothing to do with someone's personality. I think that that's the problem I have. However, all I do think we have to take a look at all this gun stuff because this morning I'm looking at, at Channel 2 News flyovers and there's people walking around downtown St. Louis with, with assault rifles <laughs> and whatnot. And I'm thinking to myself, I have to challenge myself to figure out what kind of a society would be a good one for everybody to live in. It's 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 one thing to say, yeah, I had a I have a felony for a you know some kind of accounting problem as a white collar crime and I can't have a gun. But you can, as a 19 year old thug walking around downtown St. Louis, you can have a uh, machine gun because it's it's open carry. Well, you can't so have I, a machine gun in open Yeah, you carry. can. Uh, go, well, according to this video, the footage that I saw, police will not stop these people because you can have open carry downtown St. Louis. So I always think to myself, that doesn't seem right. Well, but we're what, in an open carry state. You cannot open carry a machine how, gun. How, how safe do you feel if you see a little, you know, a 19-year-old walking around Washington I feel fine Washington with it. Street? I am perfectly fine with it. Really? Because you know what? In this country, in, this, in the United States. Really? We have every right to open carry. If he's not carrying an illegal weapon, if he is legally allowed to own that weapon, okay. he has every right to carry it openly. Okay. If if he's if. legally carrying if. And we already know the stats against that in St. Louis are, it's pretty much 79 murders, none. 79 the, shooting murders this year in St. Louis. Where we run into the problem is that if the police were to stop this guy and say, why are you open carrying? Uh, all of a sudden, they're going to get hit with an ACLU yeah, violation. True. That's true. Because true. then they have violated his right. Yep, because they're going to say, well, he's a younger black male. They're stopping me. They're asking me about my uh, legal gun status. Okay. And they shouldn't. But I'll tell you what. That's why I'm all for stop and frisk. <laughs> I am too. I'm yeah, but what about... Frisk. Okay. I am all for stop and frisk. You know what? It, the worst that seems thing like we, the same kind of lawsuit. The worst thing we ever did in this country was take away stop and frisk. If you see someone and they look like they are suspicious, it doesn't matter what the color of their skin is. As a police officer, officer, you should be able to stop. You should be able to ask them, hey, what do you have in your pocket? Do you have a gun? And they should be able to check to see if they are legally allowed to carry that gun. If we brought back mm. stop and frisk, crime well, would plummet. Well, I mean, you know, let me just say this. Let me just say this. I don't think that a family from West County feels safe going to the Cardinal game with a bunch of gang members. Those with, aren't with, people open carrying, Eric. Those are people. No, you're not hearing those me. Those are not open not carrying people. Think of this from Bill DeWitt's standpoint. You're not hearing me. If, if a family of five from St. Chesterfield wants to go to the Cardinal game and he walks outside the game afterwards and there's four gang members with open carry guns that's your prop there's your dynamic that you can't talk about you see what i mean now the cardinals lose money now st louis loses money but so that's a it's, different, it's just that's a totally i'm just saying different it is different but it's the same part of it yeah i i agree tabitha i'm you sh- if it's non-violent you should be able to go ahead and 
purchase a gun if I it's agree. nonviolent. And when we have Stephen King from Metro Shooting Supply on, we will ask him I his, his thoughts on the same matter because he is a guy that has been very adamant about not selling guns to everybody, the FBI refusing to come take a look at all the people who've tried to get guns, and at the same point in time, trying to deal with everybody going, okay, well, you know, we can't get a gun. Is there a reason why you were turned down? Yeah, we'll find out. Okay, time to switch gears a little bit. It's our Weed Wednesday segment. We love it. With our friend Emily Williams today from Greenlight Dispensary. Emily, you rocked it the last time you were on with us. You know your stuff. Uh, Cannabis is a massive, massive, massive success in the state of Missouri. Have you seen some of the newest numbers that have come out regarding how much cannabis is actually being sold in the state of Missouri. And of course, we hope it's all with Green Light Dispensary with your amazing uh, locations all around the state, the number one, the biggest, and of course, the best prices. Emily Williams, good morning. Thanks for jumping in today. Good morning. Thanks for having me again. Have you, have you, yeah. seen, have you seen some of those numbers that we were talking about when it comes to cannabis and how successful it's been in the state of Missouri? Yes, um, I think uh, it's Mo, Mo Greenway. They release something, I think, once a month, uh, pretty uh, updating everybody on uh, all the numbers and everything. So it's it's pretty wild to see how fast we're growing. And, yeah, I'm happy to be a part of it. Super cool to, to, to watch. Hey, give us an update with your store, how you guys are doing, what's happening, what people are buying, and uh, just response that you're getting. Yeah, so, um, so this weekend at um, the Ferguson location, we're having that that monthly event that I spoke about last time. So, so that'll bring, um, a lot of, you know, new faces and people through the door. So I'll show you the, our little flyer. So it has, all is the that the, is that the underground event or yep. what do you call it? The underground. Yep. This is it. So it's, uh, the second weekend of every month. So hmm. it'll be Friday and Saturday from 12 to eight, both days. So at the underground, what can people do or what, why is it such a big event to come to from 12 to eight on Saturday and Sunday and where, where, and will be held at your store? Yes, yeah, the Ferguson location, uh, it's 517 South Florissant Road in Ferguson, right in downtown Ferguson. So, um, so yeah, so basically what it's all about is we bring in, I can even show you guys back here, we bring um, eight different vendors, uh, some we've had on our shelves previously, some new ones. Uh, we bring them in and we have this big open area in the back that you'll see. So it's a big kind of extra Damn. sale that we have. Um, and these vendors themselves, they set up their own spots. Can you know, we see that spot again, Emily, as you're talking? That's massive. So this is our area here. So they oh, set up all geez. throughout these little booths here. Um, and like I said, they uh, kind of make it their home for those two days, set it up, uh, put a bunch of information and, and products out. Sorry, it's, it's starting to rain here. It's super loud in here too. Um, but yeah, so they basically are here to educate you guys on their products. Um, and it's deals for the weekend it's all uh cheaper than what it would be on our sales floor so that's where the deals are at i have so many questions i gotta go what's 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 the time <laughs> what time is it on is it saturday you say so it's friday and saturday from 12 to 8 okay Mike, man, I have so many questions. Like I was talking. And by the way, that's that's twelve p.m. to eight p.m. Eric. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I'll be up there. Really. That's such a great um, opportunity for people to be able to come in and really get a get a good look at all of the products in person without having to travel over to a dispensary. They're coming there all together, where where all of the products are lined up. Here you go. Here's a I question. love that. Here's a question for you. They say the sativa. Like Vic and I are like, if you take a sativa, you'll go work out and you'll have all this energy. I heard the other day that you actually don't have this energy 
but it somehow makes you more focused. Can you talk to me about? And I'm, this is the one that I'm super. It's not I, cocaine, Eric. I, <laughs> Tabitha, you're so funny. Um, is can you talk to me about the effect of a sativa in upping and uplifting um, THC product? Yeah, absolutely. So, so sativas. I, I went into this a little bit last time. So, a lot of people think those sativas are going to be like an like an energy drink. Yes. Like, you drink a Red Bull and you get up and going. But it's more of like um, like a heady, focusy high. Like it kind of gets gets you in your mind more. So you know, depending on what you're you're smoking or you know eating, um, it'll kind of get you more on the focus side, more on the you know. Um, mm-hmm more in your head i guess okay but do you have it but do you have the feeling like you want to sit in your couch and eat chips because so, you're not with sativas not yet majority of the time you want to be up and doing stuff you're ready to go you know what i mean you get you get these ideas in your head you, you get thinking so all right uplifting happy high too happy high i like that a uh, happy happy high you're like a happy high yeah, you're like talking. a walking happy high Vic. <laughs> we're talking with emily williams <laughs> that's because he's doing gummies before <laughs> well i love green light and of course <laughs> emily williams does too she's the general manager at the ferguson location um can you talk about um what somebody can expect if they come into your store for the first time um I've been into a few of your stores. You guys seem to be pretty uh, open. It's like, hey, welcome in. Let's teach you what you need to know. What are some questions people should ask when they come in? So um, basically, the the main thing that we're trying to to focus on when we get a, a new person in here is um, what's your method of consumption? What do you what are you looking to try? Um, because not everybody's for everything in here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We have. We have the gummies here. Mm-hmm. Not everybody wants to wait, you know, an hour and a half to two hours for this to kick in. Mm. So some smoking's a little bit better. That's more of a, you know, more of a quicker high, you know, to to combat those symptoms that people are trying to, you know, um, get help for. Right. Um, what's a quick? What's yeah. a quick? What's a quick way to get it into your body if you don't want to smoke? So it uh, tinctures. So tinctures are an oil-based uh, product that mm-hmm. you put under the tongue. Mm-hmm. You keep your tongue anywhere from you know two to three minutes the longer the the better you mm-hmm. have that vein under your tongue yep um it soaks directly into there and you'll feel it a little bit faster than eating these edibles that have to go through your whole system okay all right interesting yeah what's the number one sale that you have now is it still the is joints is that this do they use flour. that do they use that term anymore <laughs> they don't call it joints eric <laughs> i'm sorry I'm they just, call it flour. 1987's <laughs> kind of coming back but um so what's the what's your number one product over there um, so definitely flour, um, like just like our uh, 3.5 gram bags, seven gram bags. Um, sometimes we have half ounces and ounces available. Okay. Um, so flour is definitely our, you know, quickest out the door product. Yeah. Um, we want to let everybody know, we'll show you a coupon here. You can download this coupon. You can take it into any green light dispensary and you can get a discount on your first purchase. And it's also a way for them to track um, how they're finding, um, you know, green light or they finding it through cancel this. It's also an opportunity for you to take advantage of a coupon and go and use it. And of course, keep us posted. We know we've had a couple of people come and purchase already. They've told us about your staff being extremely knowledgeable and we love hearing that. We're talking right now with Emily Williams. She is the general manager from Greenlight Dispensary in Ferguson, a super popular place about the underground event that's coming up this Friday and Saturday, 12 to 8 p.m. What are some of the advantages, again, for people who may be joining us regarding coming to this underground event as opposed to the rest of the week? 
Yeah, so number one, I definitely say the deals. Um, that's where the deals are at for the weekend. Um, so, and then I'd say second is definitely the education back here because um, you're speaking directly to. You could be talking to the head grower of the company, the head you know lab technician. You could be talking to anybody from that company yeah. that's there that firsthand education that sometimes doesn't make it down the line to us. What's your favorite uh, manufacturer of gummies? Just uh, across the board, do you have one? Um, I'd say Greenlight. Yeah. Ah, we, not going to say someone else. Okay. Well, we've got some green light gummies in the cabinet. I know where too. they you are, can take son. Those home with you. Hey, I've offered it to anybody. We've got them. We've got them over there. By the way, I wanted to give you that update too because we we are very informational when it comes to some of these stories as well. The recreational marijuana sales that I've spoken about uh, to this date, three hundred fifty million dollars in marijuana sales in the state of Missouri mm. so far this year, and there's a projected record. Mm. Of over or at a billion dollars in this 2023 year. That blows my mind. In Missouri? In Missouri. Oh, my God. Very popular. I took some of your products out to a golf tournament last Friday. And from what I understand, for the people that manned the table, there were people constantly stopping in talking about the products. People, you know, you, you, I don't think people realize how many people use these types of products until you're actually in that situation. And we see, Emily, do you get people coming in to inquire about buying products, but they're concerned that they will no longer be able to own their, their weapon? Uh, yes. Yeah. It's a very, uh, very, very common question we get here. Um, especially, you know, when we first started and we just opened up, um, that was, you know, people were just stopping in just to see if, just, just to ask that question, see if it was a possibility for them to be, still be able to get a medical card in the state. Um, and what's so the answer to that? I don't even know. I've heard so many things. That's a federal law. Is it a yeah. federal law? So if you have a if you have a medical card, you cannot purchase THC products. Is that correct? Unless you and use your, unless you use your medical card. <laughs> so if you use I don't, your, I don't understand the law. Um, it's, if you go on the Missouri, because like I said, it was a very very common thing. You know, we're in Missouri. Um, it was, so if you go on the Department of Health uh, website, we actually had something printed out saying that, um, you know, patients, patients are protected. Um, you know, you have your medical card and stuff like that. It actually came, I wish I had it back here with me, but it, if you go, you know, it's, it's, it's a little clause that they have printed out right on the Missouri Medical uh, Marijuana site. Uh, the, I think the Department of Health and Senior Services. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's just something that like we always, you know, we're here to educate on. And, you know, we always say like, just don't, don't, if you know, if a medical patient, you, you already had, you know, your firearm, just don't keep them together. You know what I mean? Like, don't have them together. It's, it's that's the one thing we always um, educate here on. Um, and you don't need a medical card anymore. Not anymore. So no. now that you don't need a medical card anymore, surely the government cannot restrict you owning a weapon because you don't have a medical card. Yeah. To so me, I don't even the, see how it's relevant any longer. I was yeah. told by uh, a, a gun shop owner the other day, don't do it. Just as Jerry just said, the feds will revoke you. It's so interesting to feel. So if you fear. have, so if you have, let's say I have a weapon and I also have a pack of gummies, let's say in my glove compartment. And are they going to potentially take my weapon away from me and not great, allow no, me to own weapons? Even if, and I don't have a medical card. So based off all of the education that I, you know, anything, anything that I've read, um, Missouri is not, what's the, what's the word? What's the way to phrase this? Missouri is not 
hard on like that kind of stuff but it also depends on where you know i feel like it depends on where you're at and you know um because some you know some places in missouri aren't for you know marijuana you know right, some right no that's true oh you know what i mean so um but you know at the end of the day we it's it's still a federally illegal substance you know what i mean so um you know you have to look at that side of it but you have to also look at you know we're in missouri um and you know the gun laws here so um but like i said if you go on the department of health you know website there's a little clause that we have printed out right in our lobby um that just says you know missouri medical patients um are protected it is interesting and i'll add one other thing when i was in a gun shop last week they have posted on the front door if you have weed on you or if you smell like weed you will not be allowed entry into the building it's yeah or anything on your shirt like if you have anything on your shirt that you'll, you'll but, if you, but if you drink a fifth of jack and walk in there smelling like a brewery the, it 100 percent. there's no there's no well it, it's up to discretion right, but right. there's no law about alcohol well and, and due to hipaa law they they're not even like the government nobody's allowed to ask you I, that's what i was gonna say yeah yeah so like when you're purchasing a gun you just i mean i'm sorry you know you're not required to to give that information they're counting on people volunteering information right. and that's what unfortunately most people do right yeah i think the question on there is like are you consuming um any illegal you know substances you know um so well, like that's for that you know you're a medical patient you right. know you're right it's not illegal but at the at the federal you know level you know it's kind of that well, we appreciate it. Emily Williams, you're super knowledgeable. We love you. You're great in this segment. Uh, we appreciate this Weed Wednesday segment that we do with Greenlight Dispensaries, the largest in the state, the best prices you're going to find, the best overall products you're going to find, a variety of all kinds of products. And of course, don't forget Friday, Saturday, the underground. Is there a line to get in the building? Is that when you start at 12 to 8 and do first come, first serve, give you a better advantage at some of the products? Um, so we're usually pretty stocked up for that okay. for that first day. You know, we really don't have many issues uh, running out of things. So, but we do have a line, like a lot of people like to get here right at 12, but we have a great flow in here. Um, we get everybody in, get them their products and get them out the door to go enjoy them. So Emily, we <laughs> love it. We appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. We'll catch up with you next time. Okay. Yeah, no problem. You guys have a great day. Thanks for having me. All right, Emily Williams. I love in, checking in with her. She's so knowledgeable. In, um, British Columbia. Because I, when I lived in Seattle, we would just kind of dart up the 100 miles up there. There were these things, and they were like hookah lounges. But you could actually go in there and sample. Hooker lounges? No, hookah. Oh, hookah lounges. <laughs> like, a, like a hookah. You're always dirty and things there, there up, There might be Tabitha. in a hookah lounge, though. There just might be. Look at the evil in her face right now. She's so evil. Like a little evil bug. She but, sits um, up at night waiting. Like, but <laughs> you would walk in there and have the hookah pipe, and you'd have the little, they'd give you the thing, and you... And you go in there and they would put the different types of pot. Is it, Do they call it pot flower? I think you have to call it flower. Yeah. Like, like you're a flower. That's the child. politically correct term these it's days. A, it's just a matter of time before you're going to be able to go to these dispensaries and just kind of sit around and go, hey, let me try this. And they give you There a are already places doing that. Not, not, not to this level, but there are places in St. Louis now where you can legally bring your products like this and smoke them. Not in the same place, but you can go to Greenlight, buy your products, and go to certain bars, yeah. and they have a smoking area for you to use these yeah. products. If you like it, you like it, I guess. There you go. It makes sense. How about this? This may like people. This is canceltheshow.com, by the way. Uh, CNN CEO Chris Licht 
It is official. He is out at CNN. What? Uh, yeah, he he hasn't been there that long, but um, he he was there for a lot of those high profile anchor firings. He did that. He was there and oversaw Donald Trump coming onto their show. And what do you know? <laughs> after just a little more than a year on the job, you fired. You fired. He's he gone. Is. I almost felt as if he was doing this on purpose to get fired so that he could get the hell off that sinking ship. Because anybody at CNN that has Donald Trump on their network and fired Don Lemon, who represents everything CNN is about, isn't going to be around very long when you fire him and have Donald Trump on your network. I think this News Nation thing is very interesting. I know I've been kind of lukewarm on it. But I'm going to say this, and I hope that Vic doesn't punch me in the face. I'm just, no, full disclosure, <laughs> I haven't watched since I left a Next Star station. Chris Cuomo's not bad. Yeah, he's, oh he's been, my God, what did you just say? Chris Cuomo's not bad. Oh, he is. Oh, he, I don't, if something awful. has happened to him. I, I liked, I almost Something's happened liked to him. He's not News as Nation. bad, Tabitha. You haven't seen him. He's not as bad. I have seen bad. him. I watch News Nation. I still watch News Nation. What? A family member of mine watches it, Chris so Cuomo? I see yeah, it when it's Chris on. Cuomo? Because the reason give why... Me your, give me your thought of Chris Cuomo then. I just gave you my okay, thought. Well, He's the same liberal without moron the that he always was. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I have watched... You know what? One thing <laughs> did about... Did you see the segment you did with O'Reilly? I, I was like, don't That's... even care. He's a complete moron. Oh, Tabitha. Be, Eric, be a little bit more th- open He will mind. never change. Do you think somebody... Uh, what do they call it? What's that old saying? The leopard changing their spots? This guy has not changed at all. Uh, and the only reason why I would ever watch <laughs> News Nation... A snake is always still a snake, right? Yeah, Tabitha? because News Nation does a great job of covering cases, cold cases, court cases, different homicides, and I write a crime blog, so I watch it yes. to see if there's I any updates. I didn't mean updates. to make you upset. <laughs> and I then really they brought in Chris <laughs> Damn, Cuomo, and I'm like, what's this fool doing on this channel? And then I realized that News Nation is just right. as liberal as so, all the So other the ones. lemons are going to find a place to go where the where the uh, anchors kind of go to die kind of thing, and News Nation could be, <laughs> could be one of those That's things. exactly, Don Lemon will be on their next I don't know about I don't know about that. No doubt in my mind. I don't know about that. But it'll be... (laughs) <laughs> That's not. There's no way they're going to reunite those two guys. No it's such a weird enough. station. They hate each other. Lemon ripped them anyway. They News Nation on. is so it strange. It is kind of a weird. Some of the station. people wear the same outfit every single day, and I can't quite figure out what? why. They do. They wear the same tie. The same. This one guy. I don't know what his name. Are is. you sure that it wasn't every, a tape show no, that they no, no, taped no. for the week? Because when I was watching it over the court case of the Idaho homicides, <laughs> which Idaho. they covered uh, very well, and and this guy was on there, and he every single time he was on, well, he had the ex- and there's a woman that was exact same outfit on every single time. Well, and I, I haven't. I don't out. think I've changed my outfit it's in PRL in the last they fifteen not, years. They may not. <laughs> Hey, they may not have a clothing allowance. Yeah, there, exactly. Okay? It's not Fox News. It would be like, Vic, if you came in in that same maroon shirt every single day. Like, this is every plum. day. That this, is, is that's, this is plum. Plum, maroon, whatever. You're just bummed out about the wardrobe? <laughs> Stop. So what do you think about News Nation? I got to ask. I already, you I like just it? told you. Not, there not is Chris. Liberal. Not Chris. The, if the, for them to bring Cuomo on, and I'll tell you what, he has made some very liberal progressive comments where then they flip over and they show the producers even rolling their eyes at him he is a cancer and now he has invaded news nation news nation sucks just like the rest of them there you go tabitha hassle ladies and gentlemen don't forget to type your bartenders oh, oh, i had high hopes for news nation i did i thought I did, he did a pretty good i thought he, I we were feel, proven he, eric okay, he is rotten I, to the core i'm wrong he sucks well it all Thank started you. with cnn <laughs> Tabitha, you now we can cnn's <laughs> ceo is gone
Does it really matter? I don't know. There's really not that many people watching CNN. Don't do you no, think? I can't watch. I turn on CNN to try to see the other side, and I can't watch it more than like two minutes because it's, yeah, it's like good. fingernails on a chalkboard. It's not as bad as MSNBC, but it that's is bad. true. Well, they're in a much, it is bad. They're in a better spot than CNN though right now. With their they are because they went so far left. They're in a better spot than CNN from a financial standpoint. Remember, do you guys remember? Uh, I don't know. A couple months ago, we were all talking about this. I think I might may have brought it up where I said. I'm starting to see more truth and more conservative points on CNN. And I was getting to the point where there were, I was actually reading some of their, I don't watch CNN, but I was reading some of their articles and I thought, oh my gosh, they're actually telling the truth here. I'm wondering if it's because of this guy no. that they had brought well, in and now they've gotten rid of him because he they were telling too he much gone. actual truth. He's gone. So I think it's job security. Is 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 I, from what I understand, Ted Turner is just rolling over in his yeah, proverbial grave. Ted Turner came out and spoke about it publicly. Yeah, he's probably just like what I've built. He's like Dorsey in a way. He kind of built this thing up to be the way it was, and then someone came in and ripped it apart. And CNN, like I told Referring you guys, to Jack Dorsey and Twitter. Yeah, what I told you before is I'm I'm like you guys destroyed something that I thought was very good. You guys used to play it straight. They had they had a network of CNN in every airport in the country. And for anyone that says that's a bad thing is an idiot. It'd be like saying, oh, well, we're going to rip all of our Starbucks out of every single airport in the country. It was an amazing coup that they had to be that visible for that long. And because of their ideology, they screwed it all up. And they are right. that Whoever comes in there to run CNN, they literally got to... You know what they need to do? Here's what I would do. If I was the owner of CNN, I would put on the girl of Ipanema... And I would just do it for I would do it for twenty days and say coming soon a new CNN everyone's fired but for twenty hours twenty four hours a day you hear dun 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 I might watch it yeah I I would too I would watch it or I put Christmas music on or something until they started talking again but you know why they don't do that I mean that's what that's what Bud Light should do they can't do that because there are there is they need a reset there's no more disgusting people out there for them to hire they've got them all you're you're available. I don't think they would want me. <laughs> yeah, they, you'd and be fired you in five minutes. calling me disgusting. What's up? You'd be fired in five minutes. <laughs> well, Pam says, just Before remember. Before I got in the door. That's how, that has, literally, Lizzie, that's how CNN needs to do it. They need to go off the air they and do. say, we are cleaning house. We are going to put disinfectant all over the place. <laughs> we are going to literally <laughs> burn the place down. And we are going to come back in twenty in 30 days. And you will uh, enjoy the, the stylings of the girl from Ipanema and an entire library of frank sinatra songs and then on the 30th day they open the doors back up and they go we're literally going to tell you the headlines and we're not going to editorialize and we're going to change our ways and we are going to be a news station you won't know which side we are coming from there are and here's the other thing they will not have any gen zers on their producing shows they will have no millennials on their producing shows they will have people that went through four years of an edward r murrow college communications program and know how to do the news properly and on that i have to are leave you, i was gonna say who what are you smoking CNN? today huh? who, who, who owns cnn well that's shareholders is, is it it's the murdochs a, yeah. or whatever their name is Murdoch's. No, no, that's, no, that's no, Fox. No. That's Fox. Oh, okay. That's what Jay was saying. He said yeah. they're like similar. Well, they're so ver- the Murdochs. They're very similar. Anyone who owns any of these news corporations are all 
the same. I mean, well, Christopher Ruddy, who technically owns <laughs> Newsmax, <laughs> is considered to be a liberal by many people. He is not a liberal. Y- you then know what, why, Eric? Okay, then Greg why, wants you to know that Ted Turner's not dead. No, I know he's not dead. <laughs> he's just Figuratively, he's, he's dead. That. Figuratively. I told dead. you he's been speaking out on it. So they know. I mean, Eric knew. I, I just said yeah. that. I haven't, I haven't heard one listener, word just from him. to make sure you knew. I know a few years ago, he's like, what the hell's going on in my station? <laughs> That's exactly well, how he sounded. I started, I started following Chris Ruddy back in 1993. That's how long he and I have been connected. As soon as LinkedIn came up, he was one of my first. Why do you think Pam LinkedIn says that connection. he's? Why do you think Pam from our Facebook uh, well, line says Well, because there are some policies liberal. that they have, uh, as including vaccines, where a lot of people believed them to be liberal. And and there's a guy named Rob Carson. Some of you in St. Louis may know him. And Warner Discovery owns CNN. Right, and, and that so, could be another cottage. Thank inter- you, ben. Another cottage industry coming up could be, could be how to clean wokeness out of your company. That could be the new consulting. Tabitha, what were you be. saying about Ruddy again? I'm sorry. Oh, about Chris Ruddy? Yeah. I don't I don't view him as a liberal at all. There's a guy here in no. named Rob Carson who I, I talk to pretty often, and he was, he's was he been at several different radio stations around the St. Louis City. He works at Newsmax now. He now has a show on Newsmax, mm-hmm. and I've talked to him about it. What's it like working there? How are things? How is Chris? I've known him. Uh, from afar, you know, through interactions on LinkedIn, et cetera, for all these years. And he's like, no, I can do anything I want. I can say anything I want. There are zero restrictions on my show. And he's like, he's absolutely fantastic to work for. Okay. Well, there you go. We like to dispel myths when we can. Projo's fantastic to work for. Yeah, that's right. right. We all like Projo. And Projo, again, the new listener says that he loves whoever's producing the show. He thought it was Eric. And I said, no, "No, Eric's great. But Projo's (laughs) the one producing the show. And he said, there's nothing like it out there. I'm seeing that over and over, how great the show is produced. Just so you know. Good job, Projo. That's all you got? Uh, Come thank on, you. Say, say something else. Say something else. Say, here, yeah, let, here, I let know me, I'm let me answer that ass. for you, Projo. Well, thank you very much. I uh, I get up every morning with a toast and a glass, of, <laughs> and I come in here and I want to uh, I want to enhance the audience's the, experience. The light you guys do all the work. I just come in and press buttons. Uh, that's that's, that's why, a lot that's of. That's a lot. Hey, making the light and the sound look as good as it can, yeah. and getting to the videos. And doing that stuff. Just wait till he brings deal. out the lasers and foggers. It's going to be Yeah, amazing. that's coming next. That's coming next. <laughs> yes. Uh, and you're not getting small people. Sorry, Eric. Why? I know you like fireworks and small people. Yes. <laughs> fireworks hey, by and the small way, uh, people. Tomorrow, we've got Vance Crow back on. Initially, when we had Vance Crow on, he was a terrific guest, very popular, a lot of people's favorite, talking about food, talking about what happened with the old Monsanto and Bear. But the way that I became... Uh, familiar with Vance in the first place, he was popular and brought to my attention because of his vast knowledge and his podcast dealing with financial services, the financial industry and money. So tomorrow he is going to explain because he's become an expert in Bitcoin. I love it. So tomorrow, the different Bitcoin, crypto, what's real, what's not, Hmm. what people can trust, what you should do. It's never too late to get involved. It's never too late to see what's happening, especially with the digital currency that is coming we're all going to be digital. It's happening. Fed now on the way. We as cannot well. stop it. Um, all of this is coming. So tomorrow we want to do an education form, an education session session with Vance, and he talks to industry leaders and all of this on his podcast. So tomorrow at eight fifteen, 
live, or you can catch us, of course, anytime at canceltheshow.com. So we'll have that. Can't wait for that segment. Guys, thanks for joining us for this podcast on June 7th. For Projo, Eric Johnson, Lizzie Sparks, Tabitha Hassel, and Vic Faust, have an awesome day.